Hello everybody and welcome to the 106th edition of the Chronicles of Podcast. And these right here are the Chronicles of Scotty Wartooth, aka TikTok Jesus. It is I, the bearded Brummy Jamie, and joining me as always is this handsome fella right here. I've got some Tom. And welcome to the Chronicles of Podcast. Hey! Hey there, you're about to enjoy the Chronicles of Tom and Jamie. Hi everyone, I'm Kevin Mann. Hey guys, my name's Annabelle Knight. Hello, this is Becky Baldwin. Hello, I'm Chesney. Hey, what's up everyone? This is Brayden from Say We Can Fly. Hi there, I'm Scotty Wartooth, and welcome to the Chronicles of Podcast with Tom and Jamie. <laughs> the man who invented the bicycle must have not thought it worked for a while. Oh yes, this book, you will... Love it, shall we say? I, I thought you loved me, but I'm just sitting and kissing my best friend. Joining us this week is Scotty Wartooth, aka TikTok Jesus. Scotty Wartooth is a content creator, cosplayer, streamer who has amassed a following and over 8 million followers on TikTok alone. He's best known for his TikToks being dressed up as the messiah himself, creating comedic videos, as well as other characters, not just Jesus, he likes to dress as pirates. And even on the flip side, he likes to be the devil as well. Scotty also uses his platform to be a wonderful ally for the LGBTQ community, openly uses his platform to fly the flag for those groups who need that bit of support in this modern society. What an absolutely wonderful gentleman he is. And it's amazing just to hear about TikTok, because I think a lot of people have a bit of a misunderstanding on the platform. Yes, as it used to be the, the, the app that everyone just had kids dancing to stuff on. Um, yeah. And now it's obviously grown and developed into this huge thing. Um, just want to give a massive shout out to Mally Malpass, who introduced me to Scotty at Bloodstock Festival. And this is how this beauty all came about. Um, so, yeah, it's great that he reached out. I was like, yeah, I'd, I'd love to come on and have a chat with you guys. It was it did not disappoint, ladies and gentlemen. Um so obviously, like I said, he flies the flag for the LGBTQ community, just as we do, obviously, with representing the Sophie Lancaster Foundation as well. So it's kind of like a coming together. Um, it was quite nice. It was just lovely. Um, and as obviously you get to hear about the darker, deeper side of uh, TikTok as well uh, in regards to comments uh, and all sort of things as well and how you deal with uh, deal with with haters, shall we say. Um, but yeah, but overall, this conversation's fucking wonderful. Um, it's just a lot of fun. And we enjoyed it thoroughly. But Jamie, yes, sir. Do you happen to have any final words at all? Just a big old massive thank you to Scott. He means the absolute world. You're taking the time out to talk to us, sir. It was amazing to hear your story and to just learn all about what you do. And plus, it was just great, big bit of fun, weren't it? Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, interviewing this week, it's Scotty Wartu, aka TikTok Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, today we bring you another wonderful guest. You can't go anywhere these days without the mention of a certain little app. Some people say it's for kids, some people say it's for creators, and others say it's a place to worship. 
but who do we go to worship when we're on TikTok? Today's guest <laughs> is a content creator, a cosplayer, a streamer who has amassed a following of 8 million followers on TikTok alone. Best known for being TikTok's messiah. Ladies and gents, put your hands together. Look up to the sky as we bring you the sermon of TikTok Jesus and bring you the chronicles of Scotty Wartu. <laughs> well, hello there. Thanks for having me on. Thank you very nice. much for joining us, sir. It was great. Sorry, just one second. That 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 intro was amazing. That's one of the best ones you've ever done. <laughs> Why not? We all the buddy Christ. Yeah, it was absolutely <laughs> fucking excellent. Um, but Scotty, most importantly, I think uh, I like to ask this question to an absolutely amazing. Uh, I can't what you call him now. The mug that you just had then, absolutely oh, unbelievable. Uh, tankard, I guess. Like tankard. That's the one. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Um, that was just my surprise then. Uh, I like to ask this question to every single guest that we have on, uh, which was, how was your pandemic? I know it was like a few years ago now, but it, it's kind of still around. But obviously with your daily life and everything, like how was the last few years for you? So uh, for the first part of it, I was still working, actually. We'd um, sort of reduced staff, made sure we were sort of working individually so we weren't around each other. So I was still kind of getting paid like as usual, but working a little bit differently, a little less to do. But then I think on the second wave of the lockdown, I was actually in the um, I was actually in furlough. So I was in lockdown, which for me actually was pretty good. Like, (laughs) as weird as it is to say, as a content creator, I was able to keep myself occupied. But it also was a good opportunity to actually have the time to make that content. And it actually was for a lot of content creators, exactly the same thing. But it was also... um, for non-creators a lot of people who were in lockdown needing entertainment were were looking to content creators for that entertainment so in a weird way we a lot of us kind of thrived in that and honestly that's where a lot of my growth actually came from as a as a creator um so i on uh, i i had it quite easy honestly but um now it's been um back to normal since um trying to keep clean you know hygiene keeping well, masks where appropriate here and there so yeah <laughs> fair it's 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 a crazy one isn't it you talk to a lot of people and they used that pandemic era to go right let's get shit done like content creators yeah. musicians like writers everything they're just like i'm stuck in the house i'm gonna get stuff done <laughs> yeah i mean i i feel like careful when i say like i did well because obviously it was a hard time for a lot of people and i've had a lot of comments like from people saying that my content actually helped them get through the pandemic and that's oh. that, that's always fantastic to hear but um yeah i try and be a bit sensitive con- considering what other people did go through so no idea. yeah <laughs> but, but honestly you'd be amazed at the amount of people we've had on the show that go i'll be honest it was great for me. Like, <laughs> it's like I know it's bad to say, but it was wicked. <laughs> so you're yeah. not the first. Don't worry. <laughs> that that that's all good then. <laughs> I was thinking the people are going to be listening, thinking, "What? I beg your pardon. <laughs> Who is it? The kids? Uh, Jesus? Oh wait, hang on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I was to push it a bit, I would say, like, in some way, I kind of miss having that free time because I still work full time as it is. Like, I work as a gardener. I still stream, and then I got, I got the t- the TikTok content on the side as well. Barely That's get the man. breather. <laughs> yeah, how do you even eat or sleep or breathe? <laughs> What's eating? What's sleeping? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe about two Describe hours. Describe this for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Well, at least certainly not as much as I should be getting, like considering I've got to be up at six. Oh, grim. That is grim. I mean, I know some people have it worse, but still, I still should be sleeping more. (laughs) I think we all say, well, I'm going to get a good night's sleep tonight. Oh, look, it's three o'clock in the morning. No, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's always the nights you tell yourself that. It's, yeah, it never happens like that. Yeah. It's just like you say it in your brain, just goes, ha I think not. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it's like, screw you, brain. I'll have, I'll have five minutes on Instagram. Oh, crap, four hours later. <laughs> no, that's definitely me with TikTok. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But oh. take us take us back, sir, back to the, the, the days of young master Wartooth. What? <laughs> What did you originally aspire to be when you were growing up? Obviously, content creation wasn't a thing when we were young. So what what was the original aspirations for yourself? God knows. <laughs> I mean, prim- uh, primary school is like when they ask you, oh, what do you want to be when, you, when you're when you grown up to an yeah. adult? I was like, I don't know, a train driver or something? Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I didn't really have much of an idea what I was going to do. But teen years, um, I started looking more to music. Uh, oh. I started playing the guitar when I was about... 14 years old i think it was um joined a few bands uh, a couple of years later i went into college actually and did uh, music and music technology uh, for a couple of years there um didn't manage to get much work in that field though in the end um my my area just didn't really have much except small studios and anything i could only only get like voluntary work if anything and in the end i kind of just fell into gardening instead so <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did an apprenticeship in it, so I took it at least somewhere, at least. So it's just a very different (laughs) contrast, isn't it? I want to be a musician or a gardener. Yeah, I mean, I mean, to be fair, like sometimes when people ask me like what I could do for a living, I sometimes like when I say, "Oh, I'm a gardener," some people always because of the Jesus thing. Everyone says, "Oh, I thought you'd be a carpenter." I'd usually (laughs) say, "I mean." They got a point, but usually I just say back, like, well, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's helpful when one of your dads owns his own businesses and all. But uh, after a while, I had a bit of a problem being around hammers and nails, just flashbacks <laughs> and all, you know, just. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Gardening instead. Am- <laughs> Much safer. Small <laughs> uh, <just> blades <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> So one thing that stands out to me about yourself, when you, you see your content, you come across as very outgoing, confident, big old smile. Have you always been like this, like an outgoing child? Is this something that sort of developed over the years? No. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm uh, I'm autistic myself, and during my education years, it really showed a lot. So I was I can be very quiet. It depends on the company I'm with. It's like I'm, I almost have like a different personality depending on who I'm talking to in some way. Like my tutor had me hiding right back in my uh, my turtle shell for most of the time. But uh, I mean, th- TikTok has been quite uh, helpful for being a bit more open, forward and that. L- learning to just be, a well, you're just being yourself in content. You're throwing it out there after a while. And after a while, you've got no shame in <laughs> any of the embarrassing stuff you do. But I've 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 socialized a fair bit at events. I've made a lot of friends there, so I kind of have to get used to um, faking confidence to an extent. Yep. But I'm certainly a lot better than I have been like back in the day. So yeah, there's a there's an element of pretending, but I'd say these days I, I do quite all right actually. 
I'll be honest, I relate 100%. Doing this podcast has helped me come out of my shell like you would not believe. Like, mm. I, I was very reserved. It'd take me a while. I've got to get to know you before I open up. Now, I, like we are now, complete strangers. Like, oh, yeah, let's talk. <laughs> Literally, I mean, it, it's like in, say, like alternative fashion, maybe. Maybe like from the start, you're feeling a bit too embarrassed to wear a trench coat or a bit of leather, maybe. You're wondering what people are going to think if they see you in public. Next thing you know, like you're dressing like Johnny Depp or something in public. Like not, not, a, <laughs> not a fuck given. Because if somebody gives you a comment, so if it's good or bad, do not care. There's there's plenty more people where they came from. It's always a comment like, oh, it's not Halloween yet. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> but no. <laughs> I'm just pleased you said Halloween, to be quite honest with you, rather than spooky season, because I want to murder every single person that says that outside of Your America. vendetta so. against spooky season, sir. It's... <laughs> it's, it's because it's fucking Halloween, that's why. <laughs> yeah. So you know, and if you want to, if you want to say a season, it's either autumn or October. That is true. To be fair, yeah, it just I don't know why I hate it so much. I don't know. I don't know if it's, if it's because of social media that kids in the generation this day see a lot of stuff from overseas, and obviously, I think one of my my other half, her nephew, started being like, "Oh my god, I want to watch Mario, Mario, whatever." It's like, no, it's definitely Mario, Mario. You're, you're, you're English, you're Welsh, or whatever. It's definitely Mario, all right? Isn't yeah. there something where apparently he's not saying it's a me? Apparently it's like a Japanese thing that everyone started sparking up on TikTok about, but he's talking shit or something. I don't know. I've seen that recently. I, I don't know. It might, it might have been a trend or something. I, I must have missed that. I don't know. Yeah, I missed that too. <laughs> Yeah, my bad, sorry. I just want to tell you, I love them. Love them. TikTok is a weird one. There are trends that go around and you either have or haven't seen it. It's like, how, how could you not see it? It was right there. Like, I don't know. I had other trends on my thing. I had the most unrelated stuff on my TikTok for a while. Just, yeah. Peaches and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and wheelbarrows. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, oh, people are pushing each other down in wheelbarrows down hills now. I'm, well, I haven't seen that. For some reason, I've got people climbing up walls like Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. As long as, that's, that's how it works. Like You watch like one video for like a, an, a slightly overly long amount of time. Suddenly, that's all your For You page is full of. So yeah, yep. so, no, of course I didn't see that trend because I was getting random dog videos on my For You page all day. So. As long as I get rug and pool cleaning videos on mine, I'm happy. I don't mind. Yeah, They're, they're the most satisfying videos to watch ever. <laughs> I, don't know what, I have no idea what you're about. <laughs> Let's take it back to yourself. Where did this yeah. journey start with you with content creation? Monarch? Was it cosplay or was there, were you doing other things before that? So um, yeah, I was I was I've been a cosplayer since like before I was on TikTok, and the, the whole Jesus thing it started at Comic Con originally actually um, before I was on TikTok. So it, essentially, my friends spent about a year pestering me to dress as Jesus for Comic Con because the long hair and the beard and all. And for like for most of the year, I was like, oh no, I want to do more serious stuff. You know, it's the wrong time, wrong place. I might get punched in London for doing that. But um, eventually I gave in. I thought, all right, fine. I'll, I'll get a fancy dress like Jesus costume and I'll wear it to Comic-Con. Coincidentally, I like, on the day I did this, Danny Filth was there signing. <laughs> of all Not people. who I was expecting to see at a Comic-Con, but I found out on that day that he was there signing. So I was like, I've, I've got to have it. I've got to meet him. <laughs> 
and so I, I did. Although, um, you know that photo, the typical, that classic photo of uh, Jesus at Bloodstock with the go with the T-shirt saying Jesus is a cunt. It just yes, uh, yes. around the internet. I wanted to do something like that, but not like a complete copycat. But in the end, I didn't. I just had like no original idea, so I kind of just we had a photo, and I just kind of did the same. But literally, I just said to him jokingly, "So I'm a cunt, am I?" <laughs> but he had a photo as well, and he shared it on like every social media platform the band had, and it was just a pretty amazing moment for me right there. So I I kept doing it for a while, but then I got I, that was 2017, I think, yeah. But then I joined TikTok in 2019, kind of had, had a similar sort of issue. Like I was doing cosplay in general, and people were like, "Oh, you should do your Jesus for it." I was like, no, I want to do more serious stuff. And after a while, I gave in, did a Jesus video. A lot of people were drawn to it. I like, okay, I'll do another one, maybe another one here. And next thing you know, I'm getting, I'm already getting, getting the reputation of that guy on TikTok who dresses as Jesus. And it it started growing quite fast. I had a vi- I featured in a video from a Tomska. Um, oh, yeah. I I did like an audio from his AD- ASDF videos. And he did like a massive video on YouTube uh, reviewing a bunch of videos that used his audio for that. Mine was one of the first. And I don't know if it's directly related, but in that month he did that. My following on TikTok jumped by 500,000 in a month. Yes. That It was massive. And I've never had a growth that big. Like, I've, I've met him actually a couple of times. I've told him that. And he doesn't... He, he just throws off. No, no, no. It's coincidence, whatever. But no, it's a nice guy, actually. But yeah, that was my first sort of boost on there. And then lockdown and even more growth since then. It just became a thing, just established. <laughs> That's insane. But obviously, did you go on the platform intending to become TikTok? Or was it just for a bit no, of a laugh? Uh, no. Um, so uh, when I joined TikTok originally, uh, I'm not going to lie, I was kind of burying my head in the sand from real world shit, to be honest. Okay. So just... just yeah, keeping myself distracted, putting some content out there, not trying to go anywhere with it. And I think in some way that's partially why it did so well in a way, because I think by naturally being myself, like for myself, not trying to appeal to any kind of like trend specifically at the time, just dressing up, finding some audios, doing my own stuff, how I wanted to do it. And I think people naturally came drawn to my sort of personality with that. So... Yeah, it just, I mean, it, 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 I don't think it would have gone anywhere near as successful if I hadn't been doing Jesus. But there are multiple people that do Jesus cosplays on there anyway. But I, I think it's safe to say that mine's the most popular. And I yeah. think that there is some reason to that, at least. It's the content I make. There's some personality to it as well. So I guess that's what's drawn people in. So I guess your audience picks the uh, the niche for you. <laughs> <laughs> and the moral of the story is always listen to your mates, apparently. <laughs> always give in to peer pressure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because it seems yeah. to have worked for some weird ass reason. <laughs> As you do, like, yeah. I wonder if your mates are like, I wonder if he knows that Danny Phil is here. We've got to do, come on, let's put the pressure on. Let's put the pressure on. <laughs> uh. But. Going back to the world of, of cosplay, you know, how did you even get into doing that? Because obviously, I've been to I've been to con simple dress them a lot. I'd love to do that, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I generally just liked like fancy dress, like in general. If I got invited to like a, some birthday party that was fancy dress themed, Halloween, I just enjoyed like getting into it a lot, really. And I'd I had a friend years ago who was like, "Have you thought of going to Comic Con?" I was like, "What's that?" 
they told me a little bit about it and I looked into the Birmingham one. So I went there as my first one and um yeah, I think my my costume was a bit shit, but you know, you got to start somewhere. I I tried like a sort of a a a new take sort of on the scarecrow from Batman. Okay. So I tried like like a homemade sort of mask using it was an old sort of like World War Two winter mask, and I sort of like coated it with like Hessian sack material, and it just looked like a really low budget Slipknot mask in the end. <laughs> but um, I had that with a leather trench coat and noose around my neck, and I think you know if I tried it again these days, I could have taken it somewhere. But it was an it was a first cosplay. Not very good, but I, I, I had, a, had a good time. I made some friends in the community on Facebook, especially. Um, got in, got got involved in some good, like sort of friend circles here and there, and just expanded from there. Really, I love it. What I love about cosplay as well is like anyone can really do it. Like, and there's so many different levels. Like, you could just go and buy a costume mm. from a costume shop, or you know, put pieces together like <laughs> you did for the Scarecrow one. Or there's people that like handcraft them with foam and electronics and all this sort of mm. stuff. Like. But yeah. how, do, how do you go putting yours together? Is it like what you were saying there, get bits and add them together? Or is there so I'm not design? personally very crafty, but like it's like you're saying, there are loads of ways of doing it. I've personally found in my experience with the costumes I've done, I've had the most fun and enjoyment out of the costumes I've spent the least amount of time and money on. So Jesus, like for a prime example, but I've done other costumes like Miguel from Road to El Dorado. And I had a guy doing Tulio as well. I was there with a little mandolin playing around we got some loaded dice we were chucking around and just a wig red shirt trousers i had a good time with that honestly and i spent i spent a lot of money on other costumes i did i did a whole like mandalorian um original character for well comic-con originally and i didn't end up wearing it very much because it's just a sweatsuit armor yeah. plates helmet and, and of course these events are largely in the summer i did wear it to a star wars celebration but it's still just <clears throat> compared to like what else I've worn and spent a lot less time and money on, I haven't got as much out of it. I've got I've got pirate stuff. I've spent a lot on, but because I I I, I do like pirate festivals separately, Comic Con and that, so I'm willing to put more money into it if I can do multiple events per year. But yeah, the, I'm, personally, I tend to buy my bits and put it all together. It might be charity shops, antique shops. Um, eBay maybe perhaps at the moment I've um, you know the, the Baldur's Gate 3 that came out recently um, yes. I've got a friend who's actually making an outfit for Gail for me actually um, basically she's she's been wanting to make the costumes for uh, several characters but doesn't necessarily want to wear the like, to, sort of go out and cosplay all of them and I expressed some interest in wanting to do Gail but having no idea how to get a costume like that so she said well I'm she just said well I'm making one why not wear it so that should be hopefully done in a couple of weeks' time. We'll see. Nice. <laughs> what what better way to get them done? They're gone. You put in the effort, not wear it. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm <laughs> paying for the materials either way. So yeah. Oh, there you are. <laughs> but <laughs> I've just got to make the stuff. <laughs> oh, there you are. But mm. we're gonna have to rewind just a little bit there. Pirate festivals. Yes. What are those? That sounds great. <laughs> so I say festivals generally, but it depends on which event you go to. Because say there's a Brixham Pirate Festival actually down in Brixham, and it's actually a whole public thing like out in the street by the docks. There's stalls. Um, otherwise, you can go to other events where they're more like social gatherings because there's a whole like sort of community of people who just go to these events dressed up. We all sort of know each other. Um, even if like 
you don't have on Facebook or anything, you can go to these events maybe. Like I went for my first time and I just made dozens of new friends. I come back every year and honestly, I, I, I love it. It's, you don't pay to go to these or anything. They're not like ticketed events. You just show up, get some accommodation for a weekend there, show up, grab a tankard, have a drink with some pirates and just it's it's honestly amazing. Like just having drinks dressed as a pirate. But with a whole community of people dressing like pirates as well, it's actually fantastic. So I go Brixham. Whitby is another one. Lovely little area for a weekend away in general, let alone with people dressed as pirates. And <laughs> yeah, okay. I've been, I've been, I'm 28 now and I've been going since I was about maybe 19, 20 perhaps. And yeah. <laughs> I did not know this was a thing. I feel I'm slightly sheltered now because that sounds amazing. I don't know. But no, they, they are definitely worth a look at. Because like, like I said, just get a hotel for the weekend and just show up. They're not ticketed events. A lot of them like try and raise money for charities, actually. But yeah. Otherwise, That's you can awesome. go to Comic-Con and have to spend like over 100 quid on a weekend ticket, maybe. Yeah. And, and your accommodation on top of that. Yeah. <laughs> but um, did I see somewhere online that you do work as a pirate as well with mermaids or something i think I read oh somewhere. yes so i am um part of a company uh book of mermaids um so we 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 haven't we've kind of taken a bit of a step back for the time being essentially because we've well we've all got a lot of time we've we've worked festivals mostly but i think we'd like to have a sort of a rethink of how we're going to do work in future essentially but we've done we, we do things like could do like birthday parties perhaps we've done the festivals with a big pool of like like 14,000 litres, have the mermaids in the pool. I can be outside of the pool dressed as a pirate where I can kind of walk about. So yeah. it, it's in, in some way, yeah, I'm there in character dressed up, but it's almost like Santa's grotto. You've got Santa who's kind of sat on the chair with a kid in his lap and he can't move around and do anything. So I'm like the equivalent of like another staff member dressed as an elf. Yeah, I'm kind of in character, but I, if there's anything like out of place or that needs moving i can be maybe the guy who just sort of goes over and quickly sorts that but i'm still in character i can interact with the kids there we can have some games perhaps like we, we did a glow worm up in newark a couple of years hmm. ago and um so we'd circulate a little bit we've got the girls in the pool uh, in the mermaid costumes when they have their break i could be outside saying okay we're gonna do some uh, sword training we have some like little foam swords maybe and i, I, I this is not something i planned out fully but my idea was have a, have a bunch of kids like team up, have, start like fighting each other, like do parry, lunge, and all that. And then sooner or later, a kid would have to sort of go with his parents elsewhere. And the kid would come up to me and say, "Excuse me, I haven't got a partner." It's like it's okay, you, you can fight with me. So I'll have, I'll have a play fight with him, and another kid will come up to me, the same thing. I haven't got a partner. So that's okay, you can both fight with me. And more gradually, more and more and more kids start fighting with the pirate. Next thing you know, the the rest of them think, "Oh, oh wow, we're all fighting the pirate." <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm jumping off the hay bales, and it, it's it's like it's like um hook the end sort of like fight when they're all all the lost boys versus the pirates. It's like that for them, and they have such a good time. So I can keep that up for about an hour while the mermaids are having their break. So <laughs> there's a lot amazing. of fun to it, honestly, and. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome, and you can guarantee that kid is like the highlight of their weekend. Like that's amazing. Honestly, like that—that that is one of the best things about it. Like even if you don't come away getting paid much by the event, perhaps like you, like if you're working with the kids, you know that you've done right by them. Like like one thing we did as well with the mermaids, we had like precious stones at the bottom of the pool where like you can sort of make them into a little necklace, and um, so they look the pool. We have like these little windows on the side of the pool, and kids could look through. 
and they get excited enough just getting a glimpse of that tail through the window. But they could point out for a stone in the water, say, can I have that one? So the mermaid would go down and retrieve it and hand it to the kid. And then they'd go over to uh, Lisa, who'd basically make it into a necklace for him. Like, we wouldn't even charge a thing. We just like let the kids do that, and um, like That's several awesome. years later, we've still got kids bringing these necklaces to like show and tell things at school to say a mermaid gave me this. It's it's a wishing stone, and things like that. Like it's it's, it's, it's why like we we're not. It's not just about the profit there. It really is like what you can do for the kids there, because honestly, it's it's amazing. Even at that event alone, like usually, like the women tend to be the the kids tend to warm up to women more than they will for the men. So I usually have to like take a bit of a step back, not be too up from the kids because I could potentially scare them. But I have had points where like like kids will come up like before they've got to go home, they will literally come up for a hug, just to say goodbye. Wow, that's and, nice. and that that's that's sweet. That's <laughs> yeah. Are you showing not literal Jesus? <laughs> well, dressing as a pirate, fighting children. Yeah, yeah well, you can be in costume. So people, so people have no idea. <laughs> he did came oh. back. He's dressed as a pirate. <laughs> uh, I mean, I've had that one a fair few times. Like, you sure the real Jesus? Oh no, yeah. It took just three. It took two thousand years to come back this time, not the three days. <laughs> and luckily, there was no boulder this time. Walk straight out. It was easy. <laughs> Well, mind you, I did a TikTok just recently sort of joking about the fact, like, if you're going to crucify me again, at least this time, can you not shut me in a cave? The Wi-Fi was that bad. It took me three <laughs> days to respawn. <laughs> that was brilliant. I saw that. And everyone was like, everyone was like, uh, oh, you got Wi-Fi back then? I was like, yeah, we were using the cloud Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. So you, you were saying earlier how like you went on TikTok <sighs> to just sort of like, Hide yourself away, like get over some personal problems. But can you remember what your first video was? If I remember correctly, um, it was a transition video. So I was kind of like into a casual clothes, so I some tracky bottoms and a vest, whatever, picking up a tankard, drinking from it, and it sort of transitions me like I've just magically turned into an actual pirate. Just to some um, drunken sailor sort of audio singing along to it. That was. Some shitty first TikTok, but yeah, I think it's still there. But you've literally got to scroll through thousands of videos now. <laughs> did on purpose. I don't want anyone to ever see that again. I'm just going to spam this thing. <laughs> well, the more I scroll back, I'm going to be like, oh, God, I had like that little of a beard. Oh, God, I shaved for this occasion. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So I, I meant to ask this at the start. Hmm. The name's Scotty Wiltooth. It's not your oh, actual yeah. birth name, is it? So, no. Um, where does this come from? Honestly, it was completely random. Um, I, I, when I was in like secondary school, I, I even like college, I got nicknamed a Toki Wartooth um, a fair bit because of the the Death Clock Metalocalypse series. Uh, um, also because I was obsessed with my cat at the time, and uh, I think Toki was the, the long haired, like brown long haired guy, or whatever. It was it was just calling me Toki, essentially, and. Um, for TikTok, honestly, because I I didn't put much thought into it. It was just like I, I called myself like Scott Helsing on like other socials like years like beforehand. So Scotty Wartooth was just a random thing there. If I knew that platform was gonna blow up, I probably would have picked something else. But it's it's stuck now. So um, 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what what's it actually like to have such a following? Like eight million is is a lot. It's a lot of people. <laughs> Yeah, um, there's a lot of different like things to it, really. I mean, like for the most part, like my casual life, it doesn't affect me much. Like I can go out into town, and the chances are I'm not going to get recognised. But I have been. But say if I go to like London Comic Con, like I'll, t- I'll tell you what, like um, like for example, like so I was going to stop going to London Comic Con like before uh, COVID because it was getting so expensive, I couldn't really justify it. But then during the lockdown, when most of my growth came and we were finally going back to events again, I thought, okay, maybe I'll go, I'll go this time. Maybe I'll get recognized, get a few photos, perhaps. Um, I did. Not just a lot of people asking for photos, but I had a lot of people who were stopping to express how much the content meant to them because it's not just the Jesus parody stuff, but it's the, it's like the pro LGBT stuff as well. And I, I had no idea how much that actually meant, like the representation, because like sort of start like while I was like building on TikTok, um, I had always kind of worried that I was going to come across as using LGBT for like views and follows, etc. And it still kind of bugs me a little bit today in times, but I've never had that criticism. I've had plenty of criticism for dressing as Jesus, but I've never had like criticism for using LGBT. Uh, partially because honestly, the the people like they like having that representation from somebody with that platform that they're actually using that platform for that purpose and it meant even more and because earlier this year i came out as uh, asexual essentially and again I, I just casually threw that out there but a lot of people actually they're oh my god it's representation and a lot of people saying like oh my god one of my favorite tiktoks is ace as well it's i yeah you never quite realize how much your content can mean to people like it's amazing, but I've I've had like I've, I've, I've had that fan art as well. Like I tell you what, my most recent one because of the TikTok Satan stuff I did. Uh, is that gonna focus in? Yeah, that is amazing. <laughs> so cool. I it, honestly, it's it's sweet like having things like that done, and yeah, <laughs> people have been incredibly generous. So it is honestly amazing, but yeah, it's it's when you go to events where like so like Comic Con for me, is the best place to go to because you've got the nerdy like cosplayers, but a lot of the LGBT crowd as well. So it's it's a great place to actually interact and like meet people there as well. So yeah, that it honestly is amazing. It must be such a great feeling, obviously, to be able to support. That broke me. By the time I came home, I kind of made a video just to sort of talk about it. And honestly, I just broke. <laughs> oh, dude. Like... <laughs> Just mm. well, thank you to begin with, like for everything that you do, because <laughs> it's absolutely unbelievable. Like, obviously, we represent the Sophie Lancaster Foundation, so yeah. you know, we're doing our bit as well. It's, it's like you're you unintentionally did a lot for people without realizing it. It must be a hell of a feeling. Mm. Um, yeah, it's like, being like, so you kind of know, like, it's nice to do it for like because it's a, it's a good purpose anyway, but then it's actually hearing it from people who genuinely like mean that they appreciate it. I mean. I actually Comic Con in Birmingham last year. I had a guy come up to me saying that my content encouraged him to come out to his parents, and I That's still don't amazing. know like how to. I don't. I still don't quite know how to respond to that. Like it's amazing that my content can actually have that kind of impact on people, but still, it's just damn. Like wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like I'm just trying to make people laugh. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, are you sure you're not actual Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I've had, I've had like a lot of people say, like, "Are you sure not him?" Because you're doing a better job than he did back in the day. <laughs> yeah. but I, I, 
I otherwise, mean, I just uh, otherwise <laughs> you got people like that. Then you got people saying like, "You're not Jesus." Like, well, yeah, no shit, I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they with what you were saying about when you you know you've had criticism for being Jesus and stuff. Like, how do you deal? sometimes with the, do, you, do you get like a, a load of shit or is it just random every now and again or like how do you oh, get, I get on a daily basis like, like I've, I've been wanting to do like a proper video to explain how i've sort of dealt with that to, to kind of help other people deal with like criticism in general because there's different stages for i sort of went through right, which i think would be like a general sort of thing so it's like in general in general when you're on social media when you get a negative comment maybe you've just commented on some random video and some guys being snarky commenting back at you, you get that kind of urge to kind of bite back. Like whether it's for your own ego, whether it's to put him in his place, whatever the reason, you tend to naturally get that sort of urge to bite back. It can be a bit hard to shrug it off for most people. But then <clears throat> when it's like at you a bit more frequently, there might be a point where you leave the odd one or two because it's, eh, I've already answered a comment like that. And then you get into a point where like you're getting, to, you're getting a bit selective over which ones you're going to bother with. The more frequent these come, because it is a never ending battle. And I think Ricky Gervais once put this very well when he said like, um, arguing with people on the internet is like correcting graffiti on a toilet wall that you're never going to use again. It's absolutely like, genius. It, 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 yeah. it, it, honestly, it's it it hits a nail on the head because I mean I've slapped back at comments on a regular basis, but like there's always going to be more of them. But I still do respond to a bunch of them. Like sometimes because it's not just to get at them, but it's because I want to make an overall sort of point of something they're talking about, and maybe I can address it. Maybe I can be informative, or maybe I can be sarcastic and slap back. Like I mean, for example, um, say like for. Black Lives Matter, perhaps as soon as it springs, as soon as anything that springs up to spark up the Black Lives, Matter, Black Lives Matter crowd, it always sparks up the All Lives Matter crowd. Yeah, and then so then you get that internet argument, so, oh, you're racist and that. But there are there are people who are genuinely trying to shut down the argument with ALM. But then there are some people who they're not as informed on the subject. So when they hear All Lives Matter, they think yeah makes sense and then so then when they put that on the internet they're getting screamed at and they don't get why so i took the time once to take that comment essentially and just actually explain in detail why it's controversial why it comes across as such and it didn't get many views but i still had a few people saying like this is the first video where someone's not actually screaming at this for me like thank you there, there was just there was a few people in the comments that actually understood what i was getting at and that's essentially all i was trying to do not not feed my own ego, not put somebody like in their place, but just try and actually inform a little bit. So that's one good thing about having the platform. But at the same time, you do have to be careful with with what you say, because I I like I like to talk about the Bible sometimes in some informative sort of ways. But I understand like I've I've spoken to like Bible scholars, Old Testament scholars, and I recognise that people may take my word as gospel more than her simply because I have a high platform. And I've I've not even studied religion. So I think if I'm going to educate, I want to try and be very careful what I say, because I don't want to be responsible for misinformation being put on the Internet. And I have been and I've tried to correct myself where I've been wrong. But yeah, you do have to be careful. Yeah, because I know there's been a few people that have been like, I know your location. I'm going to come and find you and that sort of thing. That you've oh, had yeah. recently as well, yeah. The, the, yeah, those so, are funny because they're always going to IP addresses and they're always wrong. 
But I mean, that's why we have like VPNs so that you can't be tracked like that. But I always find that when pe- when people start to threaten to leak your IP address, they like ninety nine point nine percent of the time have no idea what the t- what the hell they're talking about. I've I've made like five videos responding to people like trying to dox my location. One of them was on basically took me to I I I search these up sometimes, and one of them took me to an island just off Madagascar, La Réunion. I was like, no, mate, that that that's not where I live. The most recent I mean, one, I wish. Though, a guy, <laughs> a guy left uh, two locations in uh, his response, and so I put them in. One of them was in the middle of a field in the middle of nowhere. I was like, what? Or do I live in the Shire or something? <laughs> the second one was somewhere in the middle of London. It's like, okay, well, I was born in London, but that's the complete wrong area anyway. And I was moved out when I was two. <laughs> Try again. <laughs> Who gets so annoyed by someone having some fun on TikTok that they want to find where they live? Like, what is wrong with some people? I mean, it's not just the fact that I dress as Jesus. It's the fact that I'm like, I have the LGBT representation as well. But what's most frequently the complaint is my profile picture. It's literally just a picture of me in a white shirt and blue jeans with a pride flag in the background. Like, it's not, there's not even an attempt to make it have me in a costume. I've got a picture of me in the costume, but I use a casual one. And everyone's like, Jesus was not gay. It's like, I didn't say he was. Like, where did I ever say Jesus was gay? It's like, your profile picture, your PFE. It's like, it's a picture of me, you utter donuts. <laughs> it's like, it's a, it's a picture of me. I'm not gay. Like, I've got a, it's, yes, I've got a, pro, a pride flag in my profile picture. It doesn't make me gay. <laughs> it's, it's it's nuts how misinformed people are. Do you know what I mean? We you yeah. support one thing, and all of a sudden they're like, "Oh my god, I hate it!" Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like, like calm your tits, buddy. Just, just, <laughs> yeah, just, let's just calm down here. Yeah. The it's... irony of this, though, is like because I said I've got a picture, like the picture I've gotten there is it the cartoon picture of me? I've got a I've got another one, same artist and everything, but it is of me in the costume. And I've experimented with this multiple times. I've put the profile picture with that costume version and with me. Ironically, I get like three times more complaints when it's actually just a picture of me than when it's actually Jesus in the picture. <laughs> I... <laughs> okay, well, it's 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 so dumb. Like it just shows out like, how some people will just jump to, jump the gun, like thinking they're being clever when they're just being complete idiots. It's yeah. Yeah, yeah. I bet they're nudging their mate, going, "Watch this, watch this, watch this." <laughs> yeah, look at the shit I'm giving him. <laughs> yeah, I made a couple of yeah. videos to point that out. So, uh, no, that's me. But I, I, the last one I did actually did quite well on the views because it was funny. But I still get comments on that saying the exact same thing: "Jesus wasn't gay." Like, dude, I, did you listen to the first sentence I said <laughs> in the video? And you're still whinging about this crap. But what I love yeah. as well is you'll reply to a video, you'll give a very thoughtful, responsive, informative answer, and then you'll click on their comment, and the comment is deleted. Like, ah, of course it fucking is. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's either because of what I said, or it's because people jumped on their comment. So yeah. that, is, that is one sort of downside with when you make responses like that, because I don't have control over what my viewers are going to do. Like, I generally can't even have a sensible conversation with somebody. I had a guy who made a video sort of at me, but it was intended as a sensible sort of sort of debate thing. So I made a response. I made it very clear in the caption, do not like harass this content creator. And they did. They reported um, his content and everything. It was nothing like really offensive about what you said. 
but they still were taking it upon themselves to go from my content to his to have a go at him. And I was like, guys, I told you not to do this. Like, I, yeah. I had, I had this guy in my inbox telling me about this, and I, I had to apologize and say, like, look, I'm sorry. Like, I did try and make it clear not to harass you about this. I intended this to be a sensible discussion. We, we made up, but yeah, that this again, it's the internet, really. So there's no control in the internet. No, no. <laughs> Unfortunately. Where'd you get the ideas for your videos then? How'd you come up with, you know, with the, with what you do with Jesus and whatnot? It sometimes just springs to mind. If it's if it's a trending audio, sometimes it's a question of like, how can I make that relevant to Jesus? Do, do I make it relevant? Is it relevant? Do I just make any old video, but just stick the costume on anyway? Like for, for one example, there's a video I'd be wanting to do, but I haven't got the stuff for it properly yet. There's an audio, I, I think it's from Brooklyn Nine-Nine or something. Saying you can punch me, kick me, pull my hair. I am a okay being stabbed, yeah. biting or scratching her on the table. You can use fire. <laughs> so I have an idea with this. It's gonna be a bit spicy, but it's um it, it sounds like it's all oh, kinky sort of sex thing, or whatever. I'm thinking of putting Jesus sort of on the cross, saying to the Romans, you can kick me, pull like, uh, like <laughs> yeah. pull my hair, and the Romans gonna be on the bottom of the cross, like having like absolutely no idea what they're supposed to be doing in this situation. So like, these are the ground rules. Is there anything off? Is there anything <laughs> off limits? Damn girl. You got something <laughs> sick you want to do, huh? Oh, you little pervert. <laughs> I just, it, it's a spicy one, but it'd just be a, a funny sort of scenario. He's on the cross. I've made a few jokes like that. Uh, like, I, I, one spicy <laughs> joke I made a while ago was like uh, saying, um, Jesus, uh, he died on the cross because he forgot the safe word. Then there was then there was an occasion I got tagged in the video. It was a guy sort of throwing daggers at um, like a target, but the camera was sort of on the target. So I did like a split screen duet, like I was Jesus actually on the cross receiving the daggers in the hands, and I was shouting random words like ah chocolate, ah, ah, rabbits, ah, ow eggs. Oh, that's a that's an idea. <laughs> I can't remember what the safe word was and coming up with Easter instead. <laughs> this is so good. I have no so idea how I'm on a platform at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, people obviously enjoy it. Oh, they do. You know what I mean? It also pisses off so many people. Like, I- I've had like plenty of like out. Well, I've I've caused several outrages, but I think the one, well, I had one video that actually caused two outrages. Um, interestingly enough, so there there was a weird trend on the Christian side of TikTok where um, like Christians were sort of like sort of kneeling down and praying. And then this flashy filter would come on the screen, which should have had a flash warning. But it sort of like had like this reveal of Jesus, like he was watching over them, like secretly, essentially. <laughs> there was some like, okay, interesting videos in that. But there was one video in particular <laughs> of a cop who kneeled in front of his police car, sort of arms outstretched, head down. And then the flashy filter comes on. And it's like Jesus, like putting his hands on his shoulders to sort of um, console him or something. There were two issues with this video. Neither, I believe, was intentional in the slightest. The first one, which I think was the main reason he turned off his comments, was because the picture he'd used of Jesus was actually a troll photo of Charles Manson. (laughs) Whoops. Right. Oh, dear. So, essentially, there's like a troll picture of, like, Jesus uh, putting his arm on Trump, and it's actually Charles Manson's face. That was the photo he'd used. I, I don't think he had any idea who it was supposed to be. The second issue was the way he kind of positioned himself with Jesus because it looked like he was giving him a blowjob. <laughs> so what I did in my video was I stitched this to cut halfway through as Jesus just 
pretend I was pulling up my zipper with the sound effect and just say, <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, as I was saying, this caused two outrages. One, because people thought that I was, again, calling Jesus gay. Oh, yeah. But then the second outrage was because a few months after I posted this video, the cop in that video, he actually passed away. He um oh. he was involved in a car accident. Oh shit. Um yeah, but the thing was, uh, obviously I didn't know that was going to happen. But in, on, on the news report, they used his video. Say you may recognize this cop from this video. He passed away. He was killed in a car crash, essentially. So then, when people are seeing my video, they're seeing his bit first. Then they're seeing my stitch of that video. They don't even look at the date. They just think that I'm making fun of a dead cop. Yeah. And like on one hand, it's like, do I just take the video down out of respect? But then it's like, well, you know, there's nothing really insulting to him about what I'm doing. Like, mm -hmm. I, I, even if I was going to call him gay, which I'm not, that's not an insult. But the thing was, I in a way, I almost needed that video up because that was my evidence that I post that video like ages ago. Like, no, I didn't post it to make fun of a dead cop. It was already up there in the first place. But I think t TikTok secretly took that down. The video had already gone down before for the first outrage, but I'd, I'd requested a, a, a review and it went up. They accepted it, it didn't buy the guidelines. But then one day, suddenly all the notifications on that video stopped. I looked and it was completely gone. No notification of it being removed, nothing. It was Ooh. just gone. That's weird. Yeah. That's so I can weird. only assume <laughs> a moderator got involved personally and did that, but that video got 25 million views. And it was largely angry people. Wow! Uh, do you find it's mostly American? Yes. People, yeah, because yes. they're they're it's... a very religious country. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because, like, uh, yeah, most of the hate what I get is them, but like, are the top countries that follow my content? America's the top one. UK is only fifth, I think, or fourth. Yeah, no, either fifth or fourth. Only six percent of my followers are from the UK. Who would you think was second place to America if it's not the UK? I would say either Australia or Canada. Neither of those are actually in the top five. Second place is actually the Philippines. It's a random, like, it's a random okay. country from the first thought there. But when you think about the fact that they are about 86% Roman Catholic and they are one of the largest English-speaking nations in the world. So for a Jesus content guy, that makes a lot more sense. But it's interesting how I never get them angry at my content. That's nuts. So, it's interesting how yeah. they can be perfectly fine with what I do, but it's largely the Americans that get angry. But at the same time, largely like my, my followers are religious. They constantly say, like, I'm religious and I find this funny because they recognize that, yeah, I'm making jokes like about Jesus and God, but my content is not there to ridicule anybody for what they believe in. Like, I, if I'm asked, I'll give my opinion. I'll, I'll say, yeah, I'm an atheist, here's why. If you'll challenge my belief on that, I'll, I'm happy to give a response. But it's not there to disprove the idea of a god. It's not there to take away anyone's belief, because, you know, I've, I've got my reasons why I could waffle on about that for ages, but I've, I don't have a reason or a right to try and take that away from people. And I'm not there mm -hmm. to, like, make people sound stupid for believing in a god. Because you know, I'm an atheist, I don't believe that there is a god, but that doesn't mean that I can say that there isn't one. I can't prove that. So, exactly. each and, of their own. 
and your content isn't mean spirited in the slightest. It's it's a laugh. It's light hearted. Like yeah. that Jesus take the wheel video. I must have laughed for at least ten minutes over that. Like mm. it's fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, There's nothing yeah, mean yeah. with that. No, it's like ooh, but <laughs> it's, yeah. and plus, if it's, only it's, Jesus wore those red Taking the wheel. I, I I've done some old ones like that before. Like uh, Jesus take the wheel. Not that one. Have <laughs> you seen? There's there's, a, there's that advert, that anti-speeding advert. I think it's an Irish one. There's a guy speeding, and there's like there's children playing in the park next door, and the car, the guy crashes his car, and it flips and rolls over the wall, about to like run over the kids essentially. Like it's like a very horrifyingly dramatic video, like anti-speeding one. Um, I basically t- took that one, and I put, I just had the whole thing like, uh, Jesus, take the wheel, like you got it. No, not that one. <laughs> Off the roads and hitting the kids. But I, mean, I didn't show it hitting the kids. It was just, it was implied that it was going to. That's a kind of a risky one. But it's the idea of Jesus taking the wrong wheel is kind of an old one in general. So it's nothing new. And again, it's not you going, ah, Jesus is an idiot. It, it's it's a bit of fun. No, like literally. So. Yeah. And plus, if only Jesus, if he existed, wore those funky red shades. Because, <laughs> you know, come on. <laughs> I got them here. Oh, I do actually, Yeah. <laughs> but you know, yeah. we obviously obviously we were just discussing then the a lot of backlash online because this character but have you had mm. any backlash in person whether it be when you're dressed up or even just in the streets people that recognize you i think so no i've had um i've had some negative feedback from people who i do know in person and um, i yet to see in person since i had one guy who uh for quite some time, was a good friend of mine, and um, for a while, he was very sort of pro-LGBT, saying, oh, Jesus didn't hate LGBT, whatever, but uh, apparently he started hanging around with some very conservative American kind of Christians, and he started getting very, very downhill, very toxic with some of his beliefs there, and yeah, that would be a long story as it is, but no, I haven't seen him since, I hope I don't, because he seems a very unpleasant person now, what he's become, so... But no, I mean, like like I said earlier, I thought I was going to get punched for uh, dressing like that in London. I've had no such thing. I went to Florida last year and I thought I was going to get shot. Um, but no, I, I I had no negative um, comments there. I had uh, people who loved it. So maybe That's maybe weird. it'd be different if I went to the South. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's um, let's not do that. But uh, no, I mean, Florida, I've been fine. London, I've been fine. So. No, it's 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 always online. It's it's rarely from English anyway. So it's interesting, but it, it's amazing mm. how much coverage you've had doing this character. And I can imagine it, mm. it's given you so many amazing memories and moments, whether it be on TikTok or reactions you get constantly. Do you have any like standout moments to you from doing this? Well, um, earlier this year, there was a music video released. I was actually in. Um, do you know what Fires funds? I've never heard of him before, but yeah, I saw it on your German, German, yeah. German folk metal band. They, the vocalist, he's also from a D'Artagnan as well. Um, so yeah, I was in, I was in the music video for Berserker Mode, essentially. Um, we, we actually, we actually filmed in that in October, and it got released uh, August, I think it was. Um, essentially, it was, it, yeah, I got to be Jesus uh, in this like Viking village for all these like Viking like uh, bodybuilders pumping it, and they try and train Jesus to become as buff as them. And there's an ending joke where um, there's a CrossFit joke, which they didn't actually tell me what this joke was. They just told me that there was a CrossFit joke. 
didn't tell me what it was until I was there filming. But um, they get they literally got me on a cross that they sort of converted into a weight machine with a pulley system. <laughs> that is amazing. I literally just I told them like you know you're gonna get some backlash for this, don't you? It's like oh yeah we know. <laughs> but honestly, that that was an amazing experience. Um, literally going abroad for a music video that was, that was in Germany. We filmed that. Um, otherwise, a few weeks ago, I was in Norway for a convention. I was I was invited as a guest for, but I think music video was cooler. <laughs> I'm very proud of that result, but uh, yeah, I just kind of wish like my, my well, the algorithm on TikTok went really downhill for a lot of creators a while ago. So I I kind of wish I could have promoted that video a lot more than it actually did. But yeah. hey ho, I did joke actually as well. Well, I I was slapping myself for forgetting to do this, not knowing considering it. But people were saying like, uh, "Did you sing Always Look on the Bright Side of Life while you were on that cross?" I was like, "I did not." <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> I did piss about. So there's a video of me sort of dancing on the uh, the things like just pulling the rocks and that because there were like boulders on the edge of these like ropes I was sort of pulling. But uh, I I I took that video just me sort of me pissing. They're pissing around behind the scenes. I dubbed it with "Always Look on the Bright Side of Life." <laughs> that video did well, which is ironic because it was like the one video that I wasn't strictly trying to promote the video, and it blew up. Typical. <laughs> How did that come about, though? Did you just randomly get an email? Like, Wait, they want me to do what now? <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, so I was following the band D'Artagnan originally. They did a video, uh, C'est la vie. Um, I kind of did a duet, like I was extending the music video. It was a folk metal kind of thing. People were joking about it being like flute metal because it was like sort of flute solo, I think, halfway through. And I jumped in like some like duet uh, split screen thing. And they saw the video. It did quite well. They actually followed me back. Um, I didn't say a thing to them like at all. Neither of us did. But then I found the other band, um, uh, Fireish Ones. They did a cover of I, I keep forgetting how to pronounce the song. You know, Maya he, Maya ho. Oh, yeah. yeah, they did a cover of that, a German folk metal cover of this Venezuelan song. It's fucking amazing. It's, it's great. And I went to look at the channel, and I noticed they were already following me. And I noticed it had the same vocalist as the other band. So I, I followed them back and I looked on Instagram, seeing both pages, seeing if maybe there were some UK tour dates, perhaps. There aren't because of uh, Brexit, essentially. But um, I, I found the vocalist was following uh, Ben. He was following me like, on his personal like uh, Instagram account, verified and all. So I just followed him back. On that day, he just, like, a couple of hours later, literally messaged me asking if um, I'd like to be in a music video. <laughs> Incredible. It was just so out of the blue, but I was like, "Is it like, yeah?" <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, I, I haven't been abroad, like, hadn't been abroad all that much, so I was very limited. So I had about maybe two days of annual leave left, but we made it work. I went there for uh, what I do. I was only there for like two days, essentially, like two or three nights, maybe. I think, yeah. That's awesome. so, hell of an experience. I... Hell of an experience. <laughs> It's, it's amazing just to think, you know, one day you're like, yeah, all right, I'll dress up as Jesus on TikTok. I'll give in to some peer pressure. The next thing you know, you're in a music video doing weights. Like, that's amazing. <laughs> Literally, if I could go back like five years from now, say, yeah, you're going to be in a in a music video for this band. Uh, literally, like, <laughs> Literally, like I had it was Napalm Records that were asking me, like, so like promote the uh, video a little bit there. So, literally, if I had, if I if I could go back to like five years ago and tell myself I was going to do that, I'd be, no. <laughs> like the amount I've done with it, 
Actually, like recently, I had uh, Wizards of the Coast like have me like promote their new D and D campaign, which was mm. pretty damn cool. That's that's awesome. That but, is, yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. But <laughs> just, for just we're going back then, saying you know, like we we're talking about some of the the nasty side of reactions you've got because of doing this mm. character. Has there been any moments where you sort of wanted to stop? Well, for whatever reasons, maybe because he's sick of that or maybe frustration. You're like, I could do more than Jesus, you know, like. <laughs> it's not that I want to stop doing it as such. It's the fact that I wish I could get the same sort of like in popularity in doing other costumes. But I mean, TikTok mm. is a weird platform as it is. Like you kind of have to have the algorithm on your side, like while it lasts. But as soon as you start going off what your usual stuff is, that tends to not do very well. So I've done costumes uh, in my pirate gear. I've done costumes in other costume, like other cosplayers. I did a one. Uh, well, I did a collaboration recently with a friend, and we did like, well, two or three different costumes, like different dozens of videos. None of them are doing particularly well at the moment. It's okay because it was just a bit of fun. But like, I mean, so like, um, for like eight million followers, right? So one percent of that would be like eighty thousand. I'm having a lot of videos like that that get about. 20,000 or less so it's quite disappointing when you have a platform that size and you're posting content like peak hours and everything and you're still not even hitting one percent of that audience because the algorithm is just really strange at the moment it's it's not just for me it's for a lot of creators at the moment they're just kind of yeah no one's getting seen it is different like it's just the viral videos now that's actually getting all the attention which is a bit annoying because their own guidelines state that some um, unoriginal content, like stuff that's just written from other platforms, will not reach the For You page, and yet that's all we're seeing on the For You page at the moment. There's no creators there anymore. It's just stolen content. Like, people are literally just nicking scenes from movies and TV shows and getting, like, tens, hundreds of thousands of likes on the videos, and that's not supposed to be happening. Ooh, but nice. there's no attempt to fix it because people are still using the platform anyway. Yeah. So TikTok gains no trouble for it, so they ain't going to lift a finger. It's very weird. Oh, well. I've, I've never understood how these things work. You'd, you'd think no. the people that have the most followers would clearly be the people that get seen. Apparently not. I mean, I think they actually said a while ago that your followers would no longer have an impact on your views. And we're just thinking, like, well, then what's the point in having followers? What's the pro- what's the point in following accounts if you're still deciding like what content I'm actually seeing anyway? I've noticed if I follow someone on TikTok, I see their videos less in my For You page. So if I follow somebody, like maybe someone new, I'll get a a bunch of their videos for a while. But then after a day or two, nothing. Yeah. Unless I go on that bit. Yeah, yeah. I, I might see them if I go on the following page, perhaps. But otherwise, I have to search them up to see if they still exist. And I still get people saying like, um, oh my God, you're back. I haven't seen you since 2020. It's like, I've been posting like almost daily since. <laughs> it's weird. It's like, where have you been? I've been here. I didn't go anywhere. <laughs> it's a weird. Not, not only have you dabbled in Jesus, you're now dabbling in the devil as well. <laughs> yeah. So what, what made you want to make that transition to do both? That was, it started as a joke. It was never meant to be like an ongoing thing. Literally, I, I, uh, I had a, this guy make a video about me. He was, he's a very, very toxic Christian. I just think he sets a really poor example. And I wasn't going to pay much attention to him. 
Um, because he's like one of those ones like you want to argue back, but at the same time he spews just like mountains of shit. And it's like yeah. I, ju- I have not got the time of day for this. But he made yeah. a video about me, so um like basically I was right. So I made a joking video of something he said, uh saying about uh, oh have you understood the point of Noah's Ark? This isn't that. Uh I I it, it waffled on. So I made this uh, joking video like God talking to um that the survivors know and that oh i'm so sorry i drowned everybody i pinky promise never to do it again look here's a rainbow to promise you i will definitely not do it again i <clears throat> that was the joke and he made some like lengthy video waffling on about me as a creator my content and stuff like, you know what all right fine i'll give you a proper response and uh but the ending of his video he said um usually i'd say go in peace but for you i said get behind me satan so <laughs> the phrasing is the issue here which is a, kind of a thing with like conservative christians at this point but i i, I just slapped on my uh my smoking gown put some old halloween horns on i was like oh come now behave it's like because <laughs> it sounds like he's asked me to get behind him for something else i was about to say to oh behave <laughs> and i just did this like one video and um, I, 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 I actually, I think I did like two, maybe. But uh, no, I had that girl who made that fan art. She just saw that video and she absolutely loved it. So she spent all night on that bit of fan art. Legends. And um, so I'm, I've made a few more videos since. So I've considered maybe giving it a break to then re- reprise later on. But it's, it's now Halloween month now. So I'm doing that, and I, I partially do it as well because it pisses off like some dumb people. <laughs> Like it's there's not there's not a lot to it. It's just me in a in a red gown with horns. I've still got the long hair and everything. And some people can't differentiate Jesus from the devil in this case. They think that I'm just slapping devil horns on Jesus. Like, no, it's literally the devil. Like Oh my days. It's it it's funny. Like they, they keep saying you're not Jesus, but they can't differentiate me as a person from Jesus. Like, which way is it? You can't have it both ways. Like, either I'm naturally Jesus in your eyes, or I'm not. <laughs> but no, I've I've done a few videos like that. I've pissed about here and there, and yeah, I'll have to do some more. But yeah, it was just a joke. People took a liking to it a lot more than I thought. It, well, it allowed for like a sort of new dynamic of content. Because when I do Jesus, I, I, have, I can be more serious. I can be chaotic with the glasses, a baseball bat, or something for the hell of it. But that almost allows me to be a bit. What's what's how do I describe that? A bit like spicy, I guess, in yeah. some way. But yeah, in in at least what's appropriate on TikTok levels, at least. But <laughs> yeah. but, but if you start I, a Jesus I, only fans, they'll go mental. <laughs> I I have joked about this so many times. Like so, um, I my 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 Discord server is called the Holy Fans. <laughs> But, um, <laughs> I've I've joked about this not on TikTok because they're very sensitive over the words alone of like OnlyFans. But I've said like imagine imagine I actually did do like an OnlyFans Jesus themed and my intro video would be like him. Hi there, welcome to Bible Studies After Dark. I'm Jesus Christ, and this is my penis. <laughs> Episode two: Jesus gets nailed by five Romans. <laughs> <laughs> Episode three, oh. Joseph watches wife get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph the cuck. That would be um that would be pushing it even for my own followers though. Like 
There's so much good stuff. Yeah, it's a shame. Is there so much good (laughs) stuff that you could redo with that, but people will just lose their shit. Yeah, especially because like TikTok are very sensitive with the spicy sort of content like that kind of spicy. So I don't. I'd rather not dabble with them. Maybe I can put it to YouTube for a laugh, but I would not put that on TikTok because that. I mean, I've lost my account ten times and I've had it restored ten times, but at the moment I don't know if I would get my account back if I lost it again. Because I haven't got the same emails that I used to, essentially, and uh, yeah. Have you not? Have you have you backed up all the videos or no? Most of them are backed up, yeah. So okay, good. But a lot of the ones, that... a lot of them are all old and that anyway. So they're all old trends that just wouldn't do anything like these days anyway. So uh, okay, they're they're, all, they're mostly saved anyway, but still. Yeah. So, do you have like <laughs> a TikTok community? Because obviously. I had the pleasure of meeting you at Bloodstock Festival uh, mm. with TikTok Mario and Mally Malpass. Um, so I believe mm. it was TikTok Mario. And uh, Lord K was there as well. I don't know if he was there when we met. Um, no, it was just no, three of you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like, do I mean, you have like so a community I, sort of thing? I do have a like a Discord server I mentioned um, where some of my followers can sort of like, they can come in there. I'm in there. Like you can make friends. You can keep up with my content here and there. Um Otherwise, I suppose it's just regular viewers on TikTok. If anything, if if no, anything, no, I mean is... like other content creators. Do you like hang out with each oh, other and chat? Um, not as much as like we used to. Like I, I, I was actually saying just recently, we we had this trend um a couple of years back. I think it was like twenty twenty. It was the the walk in on me naked challenge. So <laughs> what this actually was was um for anybody who doesn't know. So like the idea was like a picture of you. And so it's like, what? How how would you react if you walk, walked in on me naked? And a bunch of like, what we actually did was we actually like reached out to a bunch of other creators saying, could you make a short like um five or six second video in your TikTok personality character to how would you how would your character would it, how would you react if you walked in on me in the in the bathroom and I was naked? People were getting dozens of creators just this ongoing co- 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 uh, compilation of content creators reacting in some funny ways to like walking on people naked i got people doing it for me i did it for a bunch of other people and this actually felt like such an actual community online that we actually had and if somebody was like to, sort of reposting on this day so and so and i was just saying oh i said on that video i, I honestly missed this trend because i haven't felt that sort of like community with creators in a long time there are still friends i can go and see there's people i know in person and some people i'm going to go see next year i saw last year in florida got to meet a megacon in Florida as well but um it really is a case of who you know really there isn't much of a creators community as much as there used to be but okay there's mutuals there's, there's people I'm quite proud to be mutuals with that I can contact if I want but no I wouldn't say I'm part of any community at, at the moment as such it's it's amazing Silla, because this is one thing I always take from TikTok like a lot of people go, oh, it's a kid's app. Oh, what a load of rubbish. <laughs> Just children dancing. That's all it is. But it's not. I, I've noticed no. that TikTok has given a platform. It's given people a voice. And there is that community mm. there. Like whether yes. it be the creators or fans <laughs> in the comments and stuff like that. And it's and it's people finding like-minded people. Like you were saying how people have come to you and gone, yeah. you help me come out to my parents. Like because mm. those people gravitate to there's that community there and it's absolutely yeah. amazing and i believe it's a lot more important than people give it credit to for and on top of the platform to let creative types show off their arts and skills and whatnot then people might not have been able to do that in the past 
no, like, the amount of talented musicians. Like we've had like Instagram, we've had YouTube, but TikTok. Um, I would say it does get worse and worse, but it has been something amazing for people. It allows, it gives a lot of opportunities. Like, although I would say it is a platform, it helps you get discovered. But if you're going to be a creator, don't rely on it as the sole app because mm. it will not last forever. There are people who try to basically ditch their full-time job and go TikTok full-time. And I don't even know how you can do that. I'm I'm 8 million followers uh, and I'm still working a near minimum wage job. Like, I have never been at a point where TikTok could basically like pay for my living. Like I, I used to get uh, I used to get an average of about 10 million views in a month on the creator fund that would get me about 170 pounds in a month which is nice to have on the side but it's not going to pay your bills yeah, yeah so i don't get what people are doing to think that they're going to do tiktok <laughs> full time like how but no it, it has given a lot of opportunities it's given without tiktok i wouldn't be anywhere near where i am now and a lot of creators have the same thing a lot of like famous like musicians as well have, have had the same thing like, I oh, sent something recently. There was what's that song? A B C D E F U. Uh, I saw yeah. something a while ago where um somebody like basically managed to crack how that song actually blew up because it started off as a successful TikTok video that they actually got a deal with and um put it into a full song that went in the charts and that. Apparently, um it started off with a comment saying, "Could you make a song about this?" And somebody actually um looked at the account it came from, tracked the address. Uh, like the email address, linked addresses, and found out it was her own personal manager that had put that comment on the video. So she made a a a stage, basically a planned video for that comment, and it came across this natural thing, and it blew up, and she gets that deal. It's say what you want about that tactic, it works. Yeah, and it's done very well for her. Yeah, you can call it manipulating the system, but you you wouldn't get that on Instagram. Or Facebook, huh? it just wouldn't work like that. TikTok is the platform that everyone's gone to for that sort of thing. That's why it's got over a billion users on it right now. Okay, yeah, maybe the most of them are bot accounts, but or duplicate <laughs> accounts because yeah. everyone was panicking of losing their account in the first place. But it, it's still, they have millions of active users, millions of active posters, posting content, and that. And yeah, it has given a lot of opportunities to people like myself. I think Sam Ryder is another amazing example of what TikTok can do. The dude went from singing in his living room to being on Eurovision. Like, <laughs> it's I'm not. Sure I know, actually. There's, there it's... is a postman who, as well, he did the shanty as well. Um, yes, that one as well. Well, a man. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's done very well for him. He got it like he got a record deal from that. Like, it's crazy. Like, one of our <laughs> earliest interviews was with Call Me Chris when she was doing like duck videos oh, yeah. and stuff like that. And now, like she's in Nickelback oh, yeah, videos. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's crazy what that app has done for some people. Absolutely mm. bonkers. Yeah, <laughs> but the one thing I really respect about you—we touched on it earlier—is you use your platform to stand up for groups like the LGBTQ community. I tripped over my own words there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you're an ally for those groups, especially someone who has a lot of people viewing your content. Is using your platform to express those views something you wanted to do originally, or did it just sort of happen? It just kind of happened. I mean, I'll tell you what, one thing that really started it a lot was that, so it was those sort of years when like everyone was putting the Pride flag in the profile picture for Pride Month, as we all did. 
I did that, same as everybody else. But then when it came to the end of Pride Month, uh, I just noticed how, like, everyone was, like, immediately taking it down, like, the second it wasn't Pride Month anymore. Businesses, creators everywhere. I just kind of thought, you know, I'm, I'm not in a rush. I can leave it there a day or two. And I had a shitload of people sort of, like, commenting and say, like, very angry, like, Republican going, oh, it's not a Pride Month anymore, take it down. I was like, Why? And eventually, I actually got to that point where I just said, you know what? The more you guys complain about that profile picture, the longer it's going to stay there. And that was about three years ago I did that. It's still, nice. I haven't taken that pride, I haven't had that pride flag down. Yeah, I've changed the profile picture, but it's had a pride flag in it since. Because I've just said, like, yeah, yeah, the, 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 more, the longer you guys, the more you guys complain, the longer it's staying there. And it's just a thing now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that was one thing that started it off. But, <laughs> yeah, I did make content around that. So, so I was trying to have a bit there. The tankard. There it is. <laughs> <I'm> <sighs> <a grog>. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Oh. But um, no, yeah, so that was one thing I started off by doing. Then I started doing more individual content about it. <clears throat> and I slowed down about it because, like I mentioned, I thought I was going to come across as using LGBT for that. Because mm. for a while I was saying I'm an ally, but I'm not necessarily a part of it. Because it, it took me a while to really sort of come to like terms like saying, okay, maybe I am asexual. And then I kind of I came out about it this year, essentially, basically just, yeah, accepting the, the, the label, pretty much. So now I get to basically say, yeah, I yeah, I support it and I'm a part of it. So. It, but like I was saying before, you know, that <laughs> helps so many people <clears throat> that come across yeah. you. Even before you came out as asexual, just been like, this guy's an ally. I can yeah, I can enjoy this guy's content and not worry about being judged or demeaned or anything like that. And I can be valued as a person. And it's mm. so important. And you know, most <laughs> and especially at the minute, that is important. Like I know we mentioned at the start, and I was gonna try not to say anything, but when we've got our prime minister making heartless, pathetic, immature fucking comments about the trans community in front of yeah. the world and you know you're taking time out of your day to go <clears throat> right mr Sonak, let me tell you why you're wrong like <laughs> yeah i mean my response was more about um what other people were saying like i was i was looking at the comments of like that video and i just couldn't have a notice like it's, it's the same sort of people right they're always on about uh, oh not all men all defensive about, oh men are not like that why are they so quick to call trans women rapists because when they say oh they're just men in dresses Okay, so why is your first thought rapist? I thought it was not all men. Why? It's really it's it's kind of like when you, you get some guys with the same sort of thing. Not all men until they get a daughter, and they start dating. It's 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 one of those really, but it's just really interesting to see how quick people will the the, the moment they even think of the idea of a trans woman woman being in the presence of other women, suddenly their first thought is protect women. Well, where was that when it came to actual men who were at putting women at risk? Not a whisper. Yep. But as soon as it's trans women, it's it's just it's just sad. It's just yeah. No matter how long they've been in government, wrecking the country, all it takes is some negative comments like that, and suddenly so, oh, I agree with him. So he's a politician. He's there for putting in like implementing policies. He's there to run the country. If that's what's won you over, I don't know how to help you with that one. I generally don't know what to say to that. So, 
it's absolutely bonkers. And when a and video I think they, comes they, also... they know it as well. They know exactly what they're doing. So, and when you see a video come out of Theresa May from a couple of years ago saying we need to support the trans community, I saw like... that exact same video. Like I didn't like it when yeah. she was in office, but these days I'm really starting to think, where was this Theresa May? Yeah, it's like, hold on, this is weird. Why are we all go rooting for Theresa May again? This is odd. Mm. But have you seen? Yeah. The, have you seen the one? Like, quick one. Have you seen the one where, like, when Boris Johnson and all that, they they broke the the lockdown rules? Yes. She stood up in Parliament and basically said, uh, "That's what he said," which means either the Prime Minister didn't understand the rules, thought the rules didn't apply to them, or um, didn't know what the rules were. Which was it? And just sat back down, and the room just roared. I think. Yeah, where was this Theresa May when you yeah. were actually running the country? Just, I don't know. Politics for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I try to avoid all politics, but when I saw that one video, I was just like, you piece of shit. Yeah, but, I've yeah. I've tried not to just ramble on the same thing everything else, everyone else has said. I, th- I think I took a bit of a new take on that one for give an interesting different talking point I've not seen people make. Yeah, no, so it's like you can use the platform to make the same points, or maybe you can try and use the point to uh, use the platform to make a new talking point to actually get people talking. Because, like I said, you you never quite when you go on a platform that size, there are people that are going to take the things that you say quite seriously, and that they'll they might take my word better than an actual expert. And I, th- I think I mentioned earlier when I had to be very careful with things I said. Like, so I had a, I had a video a while ago. There was a, there was a mutual of mine who. Well, you got the, the captions in TikTok. Sometimes it does it automatically. Uh, some guy, basically, he's a mutual of mine, and every time he said the word Jesus, he replaced it with Scotty Wartooth. But when he said Scotty Wartooth, he switched it with Jesus in the captions. Okay, funny little joke there. But at the time, uh, the, the people were tagging me in this, and I thought, actually, that's a kind of funny idea. Wouldn't it be funny if we started doing that? But I was very quickly corrected when I posted that, saying, please don't encourage that. Some of us genuinely need the captions because we're hard of hearing. And I just um... immediately thought, shit, that that's that's a good point. Because if that if my video of that gets out, then it's not just the potential that, yeah, you could switch around the Jesus things, but other people might pick up on that. I think, oh, what if we start changing it to this? Because, yeah, you can change the captions to whatever you want, but they are actually there for a reason. So I was very quickly like, point out about that so I, I i took the video i do i stitched it basically to say you might have seen this video where i said this please don't do that because this then i deleted the original i just i left that one up there with the stitch and just said here's here's where i went wrong here's why it's wrong please don't do that i apologize for making that mistake best i could do in that situation because yeah. yeah i i it I, it hasn't gone anywhere but i didn't know that it wouldn't at the time so that is why you gotta be careful. And that's just that's just captions on a video. It's it's amazing how badly misinformation can spread. Yeah, it it is and it's shocking how much people believe the things they hear on the internet as well. Yeah, so, even yeah. if they're well intended as well. Like, I mean, you get some really horrible misinformation. But one, like, for example, I as, as Jesus stuff, I tend to like try and educate a little bit about one bit of misinformation. Some people say is, oh, did you know that the white depiction of Jesus is based on a gay lover? Is it... No, it isn't. Um, it's a, It's been trending around on the Internet like for quite some time now. It circulates around, but there's multiple stories of this. One 
is the idea that this is based on Leonardo da Vinci's boyfriend, Cesare Borgia, who some people might know from the Assassin's Creed video game. Um, but th- th- there's actually no data to back that up. There's nothing to suggest that that ever happened. The only thing we can trace that back to is a book from Alexandre Dumas, the French fiction writer who wrote The Three Musketeers, The Count of Monte Cristo, mm. that sort of thing. But he's not a historian. Beyond that, we have absolutely nothing to suggest that that ever actually happened. We don't even know Leonardo's sexuality, but people see those videos. They see a content creator, big content creator saying, I just found out that uh, the, the white vision of Jesus is based on a gay lover for Cesare Borgia. And those videos blow up all the time. But I have tried to correct that mistake like half a dozen times goes right under the radar because the misinformation is often more interesting to people than the actual truth. So this is something I've tried to inform people of, but it's it's not getting the traction because it's not what people want to hear, even if it's the truth. Like I, I thought it was true once upon a time until in the middle of an argument, I tried to find a link sort of evidence to prove it. And I found out in that those five minutes of Googling it that I was talking complete bollocks, that there's literally no evidence. So it's one of those, isn't it? Ah, that's entertaining. You must be true. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> like it'd be nice to like have the sort of views that people get for that, but I don't want to have views on misinformation. No. Like, if I'd rather put the truth out there, even if it's not going to get me the views. So, oh, absolutely. But looking at the future, do you have any goals, things you'd like to achieve using your platform, whether it be content that you want to make or a way of using the platform to elevate yourself, or are you just happy plodding along being the messiah? Yeah. So I'm happy to like doing what I do on TikTok, but I would like to be able to do content creation like for a living in general. So I try and do Twitch streaming on the side, um, but I really should have tried to draw more followers over to there before the algorithms kind of went down the drain for people. Because um, I still work full time, but it's just, it's like I mentioned earlier, it's basically minimum wage. Yeah. So yeah, it'd be, it'd be nice to be able to do like more content creation, actually do that for a living, because at least I could then enjoy what I do. I could do that in multiple ways. Like I could do like gaming. I could actually have more of a community I can actively engage in, which I like doing anyway. But I have to do that on the side, like where I can fit it in, essentially. So yeah, I'd like to be able to do that more. I'd like to be able to do more TikTok content. I'd like to like collaborate with more cre- creators and people in general, worldwide. Maybe if I could, it'd be amazing. But yeah, it's finding the time to um, explore to other platforms. I like to try YouTube but I just haven't got the time to make proper lengthy YouTube content for that. So, yeah. yeah. Essentially, well, I guess well it's expand. Yeah. I, 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 there's no specific goal in mind for that because you don't know where content creation is going to take you. Like, no one like would have thought like, like OnlyFans was going to go to where it is, but it's been a, a massive help for people. But one day, that that kind of, that thing, that, con- that concept is going to change into something maybe similar but very different and we're not going to be able to predict that like we have things that we are naturally we have things that we're drawn to and things that we like in a platform when it tries something new when it works but we don't know what that's going to be so expand i guess is my main goal but where that can go i guess we'll have to see new management at the moment so we'll see what she can get (laughs) (laughs) so like tom said there where there's a will there's a way and it oh yeah you know You've got that following there, and that is the first mm. step to have the people there. So you'll get there, my friend, no doubt. But oh, before yeah. we start wrapping up, we do need to mention this Twitch channel of yours. What oh, sort yes. of things are you doing on Twitch? 
so I mostly just stream games, like variety stream essentially. So I'll stream whatever I like, really. Like I don't just stream games because oh, Call of Duty or Fortnite just because popular. I stream what I like doing because it's my personality that people like. It's what's drawn them to me in the first place. So I do whatever I like to play. It's been Baldur's Gate three lately. But I played the Resident Evil 4 DLC lately as well. I really enjoyed oh. that. I, 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 It was my childhood sort of game, that thing. So the remake was just... Oh, I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> but I've yet, but no, I've yet I, to play it. Oh, it's really good. Like If you like the originals, this is yeah. it's very good. It keeps it fresh, but familiar as well. There are points where you'll think you know exactly what's coming up, but something else will come up instead to kind of throw you off a little bit. I won't I won't okay. spoil anything for it, but you'll get exactly what I mean. There are elements you're going to recognize, but it's not going to play out exactly the way you remember. It keeps it fresh, oh. but it's familiar. So the storyline's basically the same, pretty much, with some ex- expansions here and there. But yeah, it's it's very worthy successor. Like okay. very worthy remake. But yeah. Um, but no, I was saying I would like as well to do more sort of talking sort of streams on there as well. I got in a bit of a drunk stream I had, I was talking about maybe having some sort of LGBT sort of guests on sort of just chat LGBT in general, their experiences, um, how they come to where they are, like advice for people in the chat, maybe, because, you know, the little talk shows like that can be very helpful for people. So if I can use my platform for that, great. It could be new. It could be fun, actually. Maybe make a habit of doing it. Yeah, it's a great idea. Hmm. I've I've yet to indulge know. in the world of Twitch. I've heard very good yes. things about communities and people the people have had on Twitch, but I've yet to indulge. I feel like I need to actually like try it at some point. Yeah, I mean it's it's very hard to grow on Twitch if you haven't got a following elsewhere to draw to it. But what I like about Twitch, I, I have far less followers and viewers on there than on TikTok. But it's a consistent community on there. If anything, there are consistent viewers. I'll recognize the names on there. Be oh, so and so, welcome back. I can have a bit of fun on there. We can have some games. Like they can be very generous, like gifting subs, uh, bit bitties, like money essentially. But on TikTok, it's so random. It, you can have some familiar like viewers in there, but you you're mostly going to get complete random people. And like it's like so like my, my main difference, for example, Twitch. I can have conversations with people in the chat. I can talk. They can keep me going, and I can sort of get to know my viewers better. TikTok. I have to ask the exact like same five questions every five seconds. So, like, fa- what's your favorite color? What's your favorite movie? Where are you from? Do you speak this language? Do you, do you speak? Uh, it, it's saying like five questions all the time, and I it, it, I have to pretend that I haven't answered that que- the question like a thousand <laughs> times before, because uh, if you just hop in someone's live stream, you just ask a question, they, then they just like snap at you. It's like I don't <laughs> want to be that guy. Yeah. But it, it does get annoying. It's like, I guess you just answered that question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the difference there. TikTok is random. Twitch, if when you, when you get the followers coming in, if they like what you do, they'll be consistent. And so it might be less viewers, but it's consistency, essentially. And that's that's actually quite nice. So. Before we start wrapping up, Mr. Stevens, do you have any more questions for our wonderful guest? I do. I do. What is your favourite colour? I don't have one, actually. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> I, I, just, no, I, I don't know. It's like, I can't pick one. It's like, what's your favourite song? I don't have one. What's your favourite uh, band? <laughs> I had to narrow it down to like five, like whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's so difficult. When people always go, if you go listen to one more one song in the world forever, what would it be? Like, 
I don't know because there's so I get many. Sick of it. Like if I had to listen yeah. to one song, I can't even pick one as it is. <laughs> it's like fuck it. If, it. if it was one song, let's go kill a clown from outer space or something. Like... <laughs> <laughs> um, what I what I actually wanted to ask was, did you ever think when you first got pushed into being Jesus at Comic Cons and then obviously online, did you ever think this was ever going to happen? Absolutely not. I thought it was going to be a one-time thing. Just get it out of the way. Here's a cheap costume. Let's just get it over, <laughs> done and over, over and done with, and just sort of move on. Danny Filth <laughs> actually had a lot of fun in general with the costume. Thought, all right, I'll do it every now and then. Became a bit of a almost almost like a celebrity at Comic Con as it is. Then you go on TikTok, and now it's like, yeah, every every like five seconds, I'm getting stopped by people for uh, photos and stuff. Now it's yeah, I know that didn't. <laughs> No, at no point did I think that was going to happen. Like, I thought it was going to be a one-time thing. Get it over with. Just do some regular cosplay. And next thing you know, that's that's all I'm known for doing. <laughs> yeah. It's great, so, though. I just love the fact, before we came into this, I no way in my mind thought that all this would be down to Danny Filth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Literally. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Before we let you get out of here, my friend, any plugs, social media's websites, where where do we want to direct people? So I keep the same username Scotty Wartooth on everything I'm on, but it'll be mainly TikTok, Twitch, and Instagram, if anything. But I do have occasional bits on the side. I've got a I've got uh, a cameo, I've got a Discord server, the Holy Fans. If anybody fancies joining the Holy Fans, but yeah, it's it's Scotty Wartooth on yeah, if you can't find me under Scotty Wartooth, I'm not on it. On whatever platform it is. Like there's no I, don't, I haven't got a Facebook page for it, but you know, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitch be the main ones to go to. So there is YouTube, but it's mostly just shorts. So <laughs> I'll work on that in the future, I hope. <laughs> Dude, thank you so much. We really appreciate you coming on the show. It was great to chat to you. Uh That's it all was right. Thanks for having me on. As well. No, not at all, man. It's a Thank you very much. Cheers. Thank you Come so much, Scott. Take it easy. See, See you later, buddy. Bye-bye. What a wonderful conversation. And it feels so weird to keep saying TikTok Jesus. Like The fact that's a thing is just wonderful. I love that. It's, it's, a, it's a, the gift that keeps on giving as well. <laughs> the amount of stuff that you could do with that character is absolutely phenomenal. Um, and he portrays it beautifully. And I love how it was all down to peer pressure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But, Scotty, thank you so much for taking the time out of your insanely busy schedule to sit and chat to us. We absolutely loved it. Hopefully we can do it again sometime in the future, and hopefully we'll see you at another festival down the line. Uh, but most importantly, I hope that you all enjoyed listening to it, as we did recording it. So, transition time, Jamie. Are you ready for, the, you ready for transition time? Come on, then. Um, have you ever thought about having a finger in your ass? What, right now? Well, well, no. <laughs> Obviously not. Let's carry on the show. Uh, <laughs> In, what I mean is, like, obviously, you get into. I you see a lot of like prostate men should get their prostate checked uh, and all that sort of. It's going back to a conversation with Ethan Lawrence in regards to men's health. Like, yes. and we're talking about talking about breasts and chests and, or you know, about um, breast cancer and stuff. And so I was like, guys, you should check yours too. You know that sort of thing. Yes, yes, yes. And it got me thinking. It's like there's a couple of people now that have gone. You know, Tom, you're hitting that age now. You're getting. You're starting to get to that age point where it's like maybe you should get your prostate checked. And then it's like. <laughs> 
it's that really weird thing of like men going, oh, I don't want a finger in my bum. It's, you know, people don't do that unless you're part of the homosexuality, you know, but no, it, no, no, no. It's, it's, do you know what I mean? Exactly. That stigma around it already. So it was like, I don't want a doctor's finger in my bum. Thank you. No, I could I, put I, It's one of those. I, if you want to do that, I don't care about it. I'm not talking about the sexual side of it. But they all say, like, when you're in the shower, have a little feel, check your testicles, stuff like that. But, like, should we be shoving a finger up there and just double checking? Should we be doing that as well? Like, is that no, fun? no, 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 no. I don't think that's what they mean. <laughs> and at the same time, when, think... I, when have I gone to the doctors and they thought, while well, we're here, doc, put a pair of gloves, mate. Just have a quick check for us, yeah. It's, it, it makes, <laughs> I remember this is a conversation. I know this is a very serious start. I'm really sorry. Um, but I was on a bus back in like 2017, 18 time, and I overheard this conversation between two guys, and he's like, Oh, um, I had I actually had prostate cancer. And he's like, Luckily, I just happened to go and because I was really nervous. I I put it off for ages, but I thought, no, actually, I'm gonna go and get go get myself checked out. He's like, obviously, it's a bit it's a bit strange, but it actually saved my life. And I was just and I think about that so much. I think about that, and then obviously see the adverts, and then a couple of people that have gone, you know, should probably have that checked out so i don't know it's just what i just want to bring up you know well, i didn't I really want to make i don't want to make a joke out of it i just wanted to i wanted to make the start sound a bit like what and then lead into the conversation do you know what i mean so i think it's a very valid point i think it's something we need to think about more um but like i'm saying it's it's one of those ones like they say when you have, I don't know, talk about you know they all say when you have a shower check your balls and whatnot but how regularly should you go Get that checked. I don't really know the internet. I don't know. That's that's what I mean. Yeah. So obviously, yeah. So it's just something to think about, Jamie. Something all men should do a bit of research on, including ourselves. Yes. I anyway. Like I like that, sir. Good intro. I like it. Now for the funny, stupid shit. Oh, here we um, go. So I discovered this little write-up online um, in regards to the Hellraiser movie, and it. I just thought it needed bringing up. Because I think this is, weirdly, a really wonderful thing. I don't I know love, why. I love this film, so I'm intrigued where this is going. <laughs> so, Jack Rogers, I believe it's on X or Twitter, um, has put, over the last eight years of living in South London, there has been at least one copy of Hellraiser on VHS on top of a bus stop at East Street. The most I've ever seen up there is three of them. I have no idea how they get there. I have no idea who regulates it. But it has always been one of my favourite things. A little bit of solitude in such a big city. But recently, for a considerable amount of time, there's been no sign of them. Removed by the council, maybe? Vandals? Who knows? Anyway, today I saw a fresh copy had been placed. It made me feel like all was right in the world again. I mean, of all the things, El Razor on VHS. Is it... <laughs> I'm wondering if it's like a collection of people or it's one guy. It's like every time he sees a copy, he's like, I'm going to grab that and put it on that bus stop. <laughs> My initial thought was, is it used for stash drugs? <laughs> because, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's where they keep it on top of the East Street. If it is, uh, I had absolutely no knowledge of this. This is nothing to do with us at all. This is just something <laughs> I saw online. It's Jack Rogers you want to go and find. All right. So, um, <laughs> But yeah, because there was one, then there was three, then there was none. So I was like, hmm, mm. interesting. I wonder if it's a stachio, a stachio place to hide the old drugarinos. Uh, that's my code speak. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what he could mean. <laughs> Bus stop nay on the Hellraiser Tay. <laughs> Drugs, eh? <day. laughs> 
anyway. back, I just had flashbacks to when Ricky and Poopy talking backslang, and I never understood a fucking word of it or what they were doing. Who was that? Does that never a thing when you were a kid? People used talking like I think it was called backslang. Like I don't know, I couldn't even do it, but I know loads of people used to do it. You'd be like diligoi, 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 and then there was like they don't know what the fuck they were talking about. I feel like I, need I don't to find, even know what you're talking about. I feel like I need alone. to find a clip to put on this to make sense of what the fuck I'm on about now because I'm lost. I don't. No, you okay. lost me at backslang. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> If I can find proof, I'll put it in. If I can't, I'll edit this bit out. There we go. Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds like a really good idea. Yeah. One where I'm going to be teaching you how to talk in backslang. So if I just say one simple sentence really quickly, it'd be, the beginning of a game, it begins with the game. And that's, my name is Dee. Um, anyway, a couple of Barcelona moments um, that I didn't bring up last week. I saw the angriest man I think I've ever seen in my life at the stupidest thing. We walked, I think it was about 13 miles to get to this park okay. um, from our hotel. Got to the park and we got to the exit. So I was like, oh, he goes, I know. Entrada's over there. I was like, okay, cool. No worries. Show the tickets. All good. But right before we got to the t- to the guy, there's a guy in front of us with his missus um, who they were saying, are your tickets not valid or something? And he literally just went, what a fucking waste of a journey for fucking waste of money. I'm like, whoa! Like, I have no idea what was going on, uh, but he's a very large man uh, in a Green Bay hat, so I don't know if that's got anything to do with it, but it was just a really weird... That's all I heard. And I was like, Jesus Christ, it's, you're in Barcelona, man. I can't, like, just chill. That's a bit angry. It's only a park. Yeah. Yeah, it was just, it's, and they just obviously went, see? <laughs> right. Okay. You're having a go at a person whose first language is in English and probably has no idea what you're saying, sir. Just move on. <laughs> See. See. <laughs> Are you excited um, to piss? See. <laughs> but the other weird thing was, I saw uh, uh, an Indian couple having photos taken by the beach, but they were in the middle of the road, like an actual busy main road, right? Um, and he was doing some sort of pose. And his car was like driving and he wouldn't move. And it was like, it's a main road. And this car just like stops. It's like, like, and he's going, where date? We're taking photo. Piss off. Like, no, 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 no. That's not how roads work. (laughs) Get the fuck out of the way. It's one car. Like, yeah, it was such a weird moment of, dude, just step forward, let it go past and step back again. It's, I'm I'm sure your phone and your wife can wait. People are weird. Tourists especially so weird. are weird. So weird, man. So weird. He was like doing some stupid like little pose thing. Yeah. And his car's like, mate, I, I need to I need to get somewhere. Do you mind getting out the fucking road? <laughs> was like, it a special road like that was known for something? It's, just, it's like a singular road, so there's no but there were cars and so I I, I don't know. That's it was just I- a very weird moment. I wasn't sure if it was a specific road as to why they wanted a photo there of all places, but okay. No idea. Absolutely no idea. But the main thing that really got me thinking this week, um, Keris is partial to a game show, right? So we've been watching a couple of game shows on ITVX just to like for, to pass the time in the evenings. We've been quite tired for whatever reason. Or she's been out all night at the cinema or whatever. Toy adverts for kids. I'm specifically mean dolls. Why 
are they so fucking obsessed with a doll that can piss? I, I have absolutely no idea why it's such a massive like thing this doll can do. Oh, you can feed it. It talks to you. Blah. It can also use the potty. I... Right? Yeah. And it's like a big high... But what? why is this a, a, a part of it? I don't understand... And the weirdest thing is, I remember these adverts when we were kids in like the nineties. So this has been a fad for fucking years that you can buy a doll that pisses itself. Why? I just find it really weird. They were obsessed with it. Like they, they talked about it quite a bit, and I was like, okay, we get the idea that <laughs> humans we. So well, everything we is pretty much doesn't. I think even if everything does, yeah. um, but toys don't need to because they're not real. If they release a doll that shits itself, I'm going to be really upset, especially if one of my kids wants one. <laughs> I imagine it would be Play-Doh, wouldn't it? It'd just be Play-Doh or something. Like they probably haven't mastered the art yet. <laughs> <laughs> Have you dead? Have you worked out how to make a doll shit itself yet? No, fuck's sake. You know, you know there's someone like Mattel trying to work that out. Like, you just know it. What about if we just squeeze its belly? Because we don't squeeze our bellies to have a poo, Dave. That's why. Oh, good point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what if you like bend it inwards for head to feet? Because we don't do that either. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. There's got to be a way. Maybe just squeeze his hand. Perfect. <laughs> Instead of talking, it farts or whatever. I don't know. Um, there's probably people there now going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep going, yeah. <laughs> so look at this invention I thought of all by myself. <laughs> Has nothing to do with this podcast I just listened to. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Jamie, how are you? I'm good, my friend. I'm a little bit tired, but what the fuck's new there? But no, other than that, yeah, I'm good. I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm in a little bit of pain. I've injured my uh, trapezius muscle, but there we are. How did you do that? How did you do that? I have literally no idea. I woke up the other morning in a lot of pain. And I've barely been able to move my arm and my neck. Like I had to get Olivia to help me off the sofa the other day. It's been really okay. bad. Where was where was the wife? Um, at home in bed. So she was there too. Interesting. In bed. <laughs> what time is this? <laughs> it was a cupboard door. All right, I walked into a cupboard door. That's all it was. Did you? <laughs> I literally oh, I, was gonna, oh I, I, th- I thought you were generally revealing <laughs> something then. I was no, like, no. Oh, I, I see to mask the fact yeah, she's yeah, been yeah. like, <laughs> stop farting in your sleep. No, I, I, I literally woke up and I couldn't move. I was in so much pain and gave it a couple of days hoping it would go away. And eventually I was like, no, nope, I'm going to have to go to the doctors. And they gave me diazepam. Yeah. Does that make you go like, Wee! yeah, it's, that? they're muscle relaxers and they make you very sleepy. So, the first night I took them, I was literally at work. I'd had a good night's sleep. I was ready for the day. And about 10 minutes into my shift, I was like, not... <laughs> I was like, I'm Why not going to work. You absolute melon. It's because I was on nights. So like that, you have to take them three times a day. So that is my daytime. So I kind of had to take them when I was at work. Hmm. That must be a better way for that, surely. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hope you get better soon. Um, yeah, mate. I would be. I'd be questioning the daughter and the wife, though, is especially the daughter. I'd imagine she'd be, you know, jumping all over you, like, "Oh, daddy, I have no idea what to write about." Oh, she doesn't give a fuck. She's like, "Daddy, do me a puppet show. Daddy, sit on the floor and play. Daddy, this, that." I'm like, "Child, I am in pain. Leave me alone. I can't do anything." 
Good decision to have kids. There we is. I was waiting for that. It's been a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm eating beard. I can't get it. And watching the YouTube. I'm so sorry. What the what you were doing? Picking up my own tongue. I've tried to do it slyly. <laughs> I thought, I, you know, anything you pinpoint it, like, I've got this little motherfucker. I'll make it look really suave and go, hmm. Yes, absolutely. Perfect. But no, I seem to have failed every single time. So it looks like I'm just like, yeah, yeah. I was about to like put the question to you and ask how you are. And I was like, no, he needs to finish trying to do whatever the fuck he's doing before he starts I talking. Just, I need this prick trimmed is what I need. <laughs> but anyway, now you seem to have finished. How are you, sir? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Um, I'm not really tired per se. Um, don't really know what's going on. I'm just not sleeping very well. And I don't know why. Okay. Well, maybe it's because I'm a fat shit. I think that's probably what it is. You know, it's like, you got it. Like, it's 1 a.m. I don't give a fuck. 4 a.m. Excuse me, Stevens. You still haven't eaten? I need to. I don't know. That's just my... It's flat. It's cereal boxes we're talking to you. (laughs) I had a really weird nightmare last night that I only remember the end of. Now, all I remember... Is something was going on. I think my brain was like, this shouldn't be happening in your head right now. And it did a weird, like, you know, like Bray Wyatt Central goes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, did. it did like that sort of thing, but like with static from like TV. And all I heard in my ears was like, <laughs> and like, there was a and I was just like, fucking hell, what's going on? <laughs> That's weird. It was really weird. It was really fucking weird. And I was just like, what? And it was like it's pitch black. I was like, I have no fucking clue what just happened. Then so odd. It was the weird. That's all I remember. I remember. I don't actually remember any of the dream or the nightmare. What was going on? I don't know. That's all I remember. It's just the very end that woke me up. I literally cannot remember the last time I remembered a dream or a nightmare or anything. Never remember them. The the whole sleep the whole sleep paralysis thing scares the shit out of me. You know, you like, um. I'm awake, but I can't move. Like uh, that, I, I've had that once, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" I know someone that gets oh. them regularly. It's not fun. Whoever you are, I'm so sorry. Like, oh my <laughs> god, I could not imagine. That must be fucking horrific. Mind you, should you get used to it, wouldn't you? I don't know. It's still gonna be pretty fucking terrifying. Well, true, yeah. but I, I wouldn't get to a point where you're like, "Ah, oh, bollocks, here we go again." <laughs> Yeah. Whereas obviously if it's like random and very rare, I can imagine waking up and going, fuck can't I move for? What the fuck's this all about? I don't know. Must be fucking scary shit. I've never had it and I don't want one. Don't want it either. I really hope not talking about it doesn't make cause you to have it. (laughs) No my fucking look. But still, anyway, what's been going on here, my friend? Not a fat lot, really. Um I've been mostly reanimating, I've been working nights, so sleeping all day. And we've had a long ass week of re- recording, free uh, interviews, all absolutely incredible. One you're going to hear. Well, I've already heard, and I've recorded a guest spot to be on another podcast. I'm not sure when that's going to be out, but I guested on the Fandom- Fundamentals podcast. Please go subscribe. Get ready for that to come out. Going to be talking all about Kiss, and I'm very excited because it's not. I didn't go down the usual route of. This is my favourite song. This is my favourite album. We sort of deep dived into the psyche of it and the the, the way people depict the band. I'm not going to give it away. Obviously, obviously people listen to it. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was, a really, it was a different sort of conversation about the band. So it was really good fun. And I've been to see the kids. I went to go see the kids yesterday. And, and here we are. 
It's not really house done that long. House, house in the kids, Jamie. I was seeing the kids. It was wonderful. I got to spend a lot of time with Sam and yeah, sort of sorting things out for him, bless him. But yeah, I think it was good fun. It was good fun. I'm aching a little bit today, but there we are. I mean, yeah. I won't go into too much detail, but yeah, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> what about you, my friend? What have you been up to? Yeah. Uh, not, a, not a whole ass of a lot, really, Jay, to be honest. Um, like you said, we did three interviews. Uh, one, which you've already heard, uh, but they're all absolutely fantastic and I can't wait to get all them all out. I'm, I'm actually, it gave me the bug again because we haven't interviewed for a couple of weeks uh, due mm. to like, your work and me being away and stuff. It was like, Getting back into the rhythm again, I was like, "Oh my god, this is why I love doing this!" Like every time, um, and obviously we're working on the Bloodstock vlog, which is almost finished. We're currently just drafting bits out now and just adding the the bells and whistles, as you like to say. But it's not Christmas time, so um, <laughs> you know we're just we're just adding, a, you know, giving it a bit of je ne sais, a bit of je ne sais, a bit of quiet over here. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly, a bit of va va voom, as Renault like to say. Um, so yeah, oh, work on that in a moment. Obviously, you did that Fundamentals <laughs> podcast. Uh, so if you're a KISS fan, you're in for a treat. Um, but yes, yeah, so we've had three interviews. Other than that, I've watched a lot of rugby, like the Rugby World Cup was on over the weekend. Um, some absolutely belting games in that. It was great. Uh, and just re-entering. Like nothing's really happened. I've been mean, doing a lot of this, so it's not really been mm. anything to write home about. And obviously we had a chill one because it's Karis' birthday weekend this weekend. So we've been oh, there. Yes. Yeah, so this will be a bit more eventful for next week. But um, yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, should be good. Should be a really good weekend. But other than that, James, like, I finished Johnny Murders and I oh. finished Johnny Murders, right? But I actually guessed the killer correctly from the beginning and I was hey. absolutely buzzing. Yeah, I was so happy. That's the first time it's ever happened. I was like, when I was, you know, when, you, when I was looking at them all in the room at the beginning, I was like, I wonder, I wondered. I thought, it's got to be this person. It has to be. I was like, I can't, I, I think it's too obvious to this site, it's too obvious here. I was like, that's obviously whatever, it's got to be this person. What about you? I, I, I'm trying to remember who I guessed from the start. I don't think I don't think no. I guessed it right. I'm not going to say a name, oh, okay. but I don't think I got it right. But what a shot, I, I really enjoyed this series. The start of it, I was like, come on, let's, yes, I'm enjoying it, but let's, yeah. but no, it got damn well, it got damn good. And I, Keep walking around. You go, which of the big, which of the big, which of the big, I keep doing it all the fucking time. Which of the big, which of the Who of the crew would commit this crime? That ending, though. Oh, oh my fucking god! So good. Yeah. So I'm yeah. already obviously the writer strike will delay season four slightly, but it's already been it's already been announced for season four. So it's like, yeah. Yes. Could you imagine if they had if they cancelled it after that? You'd be like. No, <laughs> I keep having these realizations of shows that I love, and I'm like, I know there's another series coming. I'm like, but there was a writer strike and there was an actor strike. We are going to be waiting a long ass time for some of these things. I, I wonder what they're going to fill at that time. Just a lot of reruns, probably. Probably. It's just going to be like, remember that show you loved? Let's watch it again. <laughs> 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 Let's catch up ready for the next season in two years' time. <laughs> uh, Jamie, daddy's back on TV. That and that's. True. Oh my god! Have you watched any of it? I haven't, to be honest. No, I'm not really that much time. Not much time for thirty minutes. It's absolutely unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely unreal. I think I watched Star Wars four times though. <laughs> I mean, I watched all of Ahsoka. Of fucking course, I did. It was fantastic. But and Loki's back, and that has had a very good start. So yeah, oh, I haven't even watch. started that yet. I've been watching some stuff. I'm still watching me Firefighters, but there we are. That's my little thing to watch. 
Your firefighters? 911. I finished all of the original first series of 911 and now I'm watching the spin-off from Texas. It's my little guilty pleasure. Just You know, I have my program that I like to just watch on my phone when I'm like washing up or traveling or whatever. It's my one of them programs. I like my firefighters, apparently. I don't know if I can know. Interesting. It's good, though. I enjoy it. You can watch Daddy while traveling. Just saying. Good. All I'm saying is, Jamie, you're missing out massively. I do need to start making a bit more effort for my fellow Brummie. Just because he's an absolute legend and so many. And it's just great. It's just great on so many levels. Anyway, that's not what we're here to talk about. Um, but I do believe uh, that we're all caught up. I believe so, sir. So let's hear from Braden Barry at Stay Coasty Clothing. All right. Is this thing on? Well, howdy doody, everybody. This is Braden Barry from Say We Can Fly, founder of Stay Cozy Clothing. Your one-stop shop for the coziest, most fashionable hoodies, t-shirts, and more. Gorsh, Mickey. That's right, folks. And we're proud to say that we are now sponsoring... The Chronicles of Podcast. Ouch. Hosted by Tom and Jamie. <laughs> like, you can get 10% off, man. That's right, Shaggy. Just use the special code, The Chronicles, at checkout. Oh, boy. Oh. Greatest ever, ever. I'll always oh, yeah. say it. It is just absolutely fantastic. And it's now time for your favorite segment of the week. Yeah, it is. So uh, it's time for Callum's Treachings. Do you want to know something? Callum will be able to tell you in Callum's Treachings. It's cereal soup. Ooh. So, Callum is back to treat the nation, the world, the universe. All of his wonderful goings on in that beautiful little brain of his. So, Jamie, without further ado, what is Callum treating us this week? The fact that we as humans just press harder on the remote when the batteries aren't working as well shows how we deal with problems. <laughs> I mean, I hate those ones where you're like, fuck, he's right. <laughs> it's all the same. God damn it. Why did we do I do it? I do it now. I don't get it. Why is that a thing? Why does go, oh, I obviously press fucking hard enough. Like, <laughs> come on, you twat. It's up of that. I was. I know what's going to fix this. These batteries aren't dead. They just need taking out, rubbing, and putting back in again. It's not, gonna make, yeah, <laughs> it's not going to make any difference whatsoever, but it'll make me feel a bit better about it. All right. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I might create my own electricity here. Might reduce them. <laughs> what is wrong with us? <laughs> you know what I've never understood, though, talking about TVs? Sports fans. When their team loses in a big game, they smash their TV to pieces. When people play yeah. FIFA... And they smash the TV, and you're like, "Why? I Why don't. have you just?" I don't understand. I watched a video. Where... Sorry to completely diver... digress. The, the the Los Angeles Chargers played the Dallas Cowboys on Monday Night Football this week, mm. and all their fans just fought each other. What? And I was going, "You're grown ass people. What are you doing?" Oh, you see here, we don't like people from Los Angeles. You see what I mean? We're coming to your city, but we're going to fuck you up. You get it? We're all American. We all love each other. And fuck Los Angeles. And it's like, well, no, that makes no sense. Football fans do it as well. I find myself going like, fucking bust. You know, when when my my hometown loses, I'm like, well, why am I reacting this way? Is it because we're trained to react this way when we're we're kids? I don't know. It's really weird, isn't it? Sorry. I went on a massive tangent and started getting really like, 
in depth in it. But like kids that play FIFA and smash the TVs up and get really angry at it. Why? I don't get it. Like like you're saying them with them teams. The fans are going nuts. You can guarantee the two teams are out the back having beers, congratulating each other on a great game and stuff like that. They don't give a fuck. They're there to play the game. And it's like, you're saying that. I'm, I know someone whose boyfriend went through about six PlayStation controllers because he'd lose on a game of FIFA and would smash the fuck out of his controller. Why? Why? I don't know. That's an expense. What I don't doing? know. And I, I never... If you... No, go on. I was gonna say, I never forget. Um, my mom's ex partner lived is from Scotland and Rangers Celtic. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. He knew someone that lived down the road from him, and I can't which way around it was. If memory serves, he was a Rangers fan, so it must be said, yeah, because he wouldn't even own anything that was green because that meant Celtic. And Celtic won, he threw his fucking TV out the window. He smashed the TV and the window. This wasn't my mom's ex partner. This was like someone he knew, but launched out the window because they lost the game. I'm like, calm the fuck down, dude. Yeah, it's it's definitely <laughs> it's 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 almost like animalistic. But I wonder if rugby players put it all out on the field, and that's where they have no they have no testosterone left afterwards, and that's why they're all like mates. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, yeah, they're probably like, well. Can't be angry at that. I mean, I've just used it all out there. So I'd be angry, but I'm, I'm knackered, mate. So good game. Cheers. <laughs> Sorry, I completely deviated away, but it's because of I get angry with the yeah. remote of the TV. But it's so true. Like, it's so fucking true. Like, what's what's that Lee Evans sketch he talks about? This is like, you get that close to the TV, you might as well press the fucking button. <laughs> you could switch it on from here. <laughs> fucking come on. <laughs> Moral of the story, kids, is buy some spare batteries. And if they're starting to die, just replace them. I know we're not going to do it, including myself, but that's what we need to be doing, OK? Maybe we should talk to people more. <laughs> Stop watching TV. <laughs> well, just don't play FIFA. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I, think, I, think the most, I think the most I've ever done is hit a cushion. <laughs> just like, damn it! Like, you know, but that's it. Yeah, to be fair, when I, with me, I don't do football things. With me, since I'm playing wrestling games, and if I lose, I'm like, fuck you, ref, and then I'll quit the game. Like, that's about as angry as I get. Oh, I'll ask my NFL. I don't really play FIFA very much. Anyway, we've anyway. massively diverted away. Let's go on to move. Let's move on. <laughs> what is Callum treating us this week? The word biblical is never used for positive things, it's always bad weather that's biblical. That is a really good fucking point. That is a really good point. Considering they're supposed to say this is the holy book, good things happen in the holy book. Yeah, everything bad is described as biblical. Yeah. Hmm. Morgan, have you written that new chapter of the male Bible yet? Have you written? <laughs> no, I didn't say that out loud. It's a microphone on shit. <laughs> oh, that rain pour, that downpour of rain, biblical proportions of rain. Biffy Cairo's biblical is very fucking good, though. Good song. Um, <laughs> but that's a very good point. I don't think I've ever used that as an adjective, ever. Oh, in I any word. I think we need to strong? bring it back. I think we need to bring it back. We need to start making positive things biblical. I mean, that's, a, that's something we need to do now. But, yes. but it's not real, so why would you want to... I may mean, I might use it for things that aren't real, like magic or something. Well, that was biblical. <laughs> Things that don't exist. 
Oh, mythical creatures. Oh. They're biblical. <laughs> Have you seen that ghost? No. <laughs> Scary on biblical, biblical proportions. Ghost, <laughs> <laughs> Halloween suit, kids. There we go. Biblical proportions of spooky. I love you. I love you. I'm so pleased you didn't call it fucking spooky season. Or I start chinning people around here. I'm not going to lie. I was tempted just to wind you up, but I stopped myself. Mm, a likely story, Jamie. I like this story. It's fucking biblical if you did. <laughs> We're already bringing it back. We're turning it round. Come on. I get people are religious. I understand that. But it just creates, again, going back to the anger thing, like so much shit. Yeah, I've never, I've never got it. But when you think about it, a lot of the Bible stories you hear, they're a bit shit, really, aren't they? <laughs> like, oh, we flooded the earth and saved two of each animals. Cheers for that positive message there. Like, no, give us a happy book. Maybe put more people is believe that, in it. <laughs> is there one that killed his brother or something? As well, there's something like that killed his... Cain and Abel, I think. I don't know. I don't read it, so they call it a good book, but I wonder if they're just masking it. It's like it's like the dark hold in Marvel, that's what it is. <laughs> it's like, oh yes, this book, you will love it, shall we say? We should call it the good book, yes. Absolutely. Like the the, the witch in Snow White with the apple. <laughs> that's what it's like. Yes, read from this text. You will find it very Interesting. <laughs> we will... Why? Why are you talking about that? I don't. What do you mean? I have absolutely no idea what you mean. <laughs> it's like the world's oldest marketing scheme. This book is really depressing. What should we name? What should we market it as? The good book. <laughs> Everyone will buy. And as soon as they, <laughs> as soon as they start to read it, they will be in my power. I am the real god. But your name's Zorg. I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) People will bow to me and call me the Lord. And I will apparently bring all these locusts and biblical plagues. Biblical plagues. (laughs) No, shit, that's a... Plague's bad. We're going to make it good again. (laughs) So then they had all these other people, Kwandar in Asia, like, I have written the the Koran. (laughs) The Quran is my way of earning all the power. <laughs> God, religion's yeah. fucked up when you think about it, and it really is massively. Anyway, yeah. anyway. before we get murdered, <laughs> it's say, yeah. and finally, Jamie, <laughs> what is Callum teaching us this week? Also, just quickly, biblical on TikTok Jesus episode. Nice, very nice. The man who invented the bicycle must have not thought it worked for a while. Right, this is one that stumped us massively. I hate it when he does this. We look stupid when is he it, does this. Is it because they didn't know how to power it? It doesn't move without a person on? Maybe. Is my understanding of this? Did they Ooh. expect it to... I don't know. I just got this image of someone just pushing it down the road and just falls over like, fuck! <laughs> Possibly. To me, that could be what it is, to be fair. It must have taken a little while to go, no, I need to go. Because everyone takes a little while to learn how to ride a bike. No one just sits on it and knows what to do. Everyone has uh, to learn okay. to ride a bike. We're so here. They, We're fucking here, yes, boys. I fucking turned it around. Biblical brain. Yes. So, yeah, because they obviously just went. <laughs> I know what I need to invent next. 
stabilizers, <laughs> and a helmet. Yeah, I can imagine they're like, how the fuck did that? I worked, it, 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 it looked great on paper, but now I've actually got it here. What the fuck do I do? And you can see that they're like just like stumbling. I remember trying to ride a bike. It was fucking hard. It is hard. <laughs> I know I should be moving my feet forward. For some reason, I keep going backwards and I can't move. Also, because I haven't ridden for fucking years, I struggle now because I'm like, wait, how'd you do this again? <laughs> it's it's like, I... Oh, it? I always do this, like wobble from side to side stuff because I'm, I can't seem to like, I don't know because again, I'm a fat bastard, but I, I can't seem to stay straight anymore. But yeah, so I, I love that idea that he just sits and it's like, go, bang, <laughs> and it hits the floor. <laughs> Bollocks. Imagine the first time, though, you've spent fucking weeks and months building this thing. You're like, this is the greatest invention. People are going to love this. Test drive. <laughs> I wonder what it was made out of. It can't be made out of metal. It must be like wood. I don't know when it was invented, to be honest. So That's a... <laughs> <laughs> Splinter shit! Ow! Ow! <laughs> it's like scratching your ankle. And mind you, getting hit by a pedal now. Ooh. Oh! Pedal in the shin. Hell Ooh. no. I'm, I'm rubbing my ankle and it hasn't even happened. Oh. I, w- I wonder if that's worse. Is that worse than toothache? Oh, I don't know. I don't think anything's worse than toothache. I've been rubbing the shit in the balls and toothache. So. Ooh. Oh, really? Yeah, I hate toothache. Oh, you're not a dentist, man, are you? No. <laughs> I need to go fucking back as well. So I'm like, oh. I've already had that traumatizing experience. Thanks. <laughs> Threatening. I wonder if it's, uh, if I walk in there, it sounds like law and order when I walk in, it goes, dip, dip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh no. It's pretty start that fucking thing. I was going, I'm like, oh, amazing. I'm so excited for to scratch my teeth with that. Like, so I know we spoke about it before on the show, but I still find the number thing the most unnerving part about the dentist. Just like, uh, C4, 92, blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, what are you saying? What are you saying right now? Are you saying they're all oh. fucked and need ripping out and replacing? What are you saying? No, Not it's bad? just one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. <laughs> I don't, but it's all, I, I don't know, because well, you don't really think about it logically when you're lying there. It's like, ah! Get out of here. Oh, he just told. Oh no, he just told. He just told me. Sorry. Um, <laughs> never mind. Man, but Birmingham is like, we've got no money. Let's start pulling teeth. <laughs> we'll sell the teeth. I'll bring all the money back. We'll break. We'll make it like ivory. Pretend it's ivory and break it all down and send to African poachers, and they don't have to kill elephants anymore. <laughs> also, I don't know why I'm talking a Yorkshire accent in Birmingham because it's not like fucking this, mate. Maybe you can send it all for the ivory. Hey, sexy accent, remember? Don't fucking kill. I mean, yeah, I'm absolutely soaking, mate. <laughs> <laughs> we are just destroyed Callum's treatings this week. I'm so sorry, Cal. Thank you, though, again, for these absolutely <laughs> wonderful treatings that you have uh, laid oh. upon us this week. It's they, absolutely graciously appreciated, as always. They were wonderful on biblical proportions. That's what they were. Beautiful. I also love that you brought it in for a TikTok Jesus edition. is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> the timing of that is great. <laughs> but, Jamie. Yes. It's now time. Oh. Now time for Tom's Journal. And welcome to another edition of Tom's Journal. 
Welcome back to Tom's Journal. And are you ready for an absolute treat, Jamie? So, if you could please open your Bible to somebody once told me the <laughs> word. <laughs> it's not where I saw that go. <laughs> Fucking excellent. Oh, so many biblical references in this week's episode. It's wonderful. And that wasn't even intentional. That was was the next bit. (laughs) That was not intentional in any way, shape or form. Oh, oh, sorry. I screamed you in the haunted house. That wasn't very Love's horror movies, Binge's true crime podcast and Love's Halloween of me. (laughs) Oh... Fucking great. Uh, food trucks. But instead of food, it's therapy. And they're called automobiles. <laughs> I mean, three for three. That's kind of a great idea as well, to be fair. It is a little bit, isn't it? <laughs> Just driving around and chatting to a therapist at the same time. Can you imagine them? You know, like when you're on a night out and you leave and you see like the dodgy burger vans. Can you imagine having one of those instead? <laughs> I, I thought you loved me, but I'm just sitting and kissing my best friend. I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Clint. I just wanted to come and sit and chat to you. Clint's just there like, oh, oh, so yeah, for a session. Yeah, so it's 3 a.m. I'm fucking knackered. <laughs> sometimes, Jane, sometimes before bedtime, I fall asleep on the couch. It's my little sleep appetizer, my nappetizer, if you will. <laughs> stealing that, stealing that. Every time I it's doze right. off, no, and Becky's like, "Just go to bed." I'm like, "It's not bedtime yet." That was a nappetizer. Yeah. Yes. I see. I can't sleep on the couch. It's not my thing. It's Karis' thing. I can't fucking do it. So I don't have a choice. <laughs> so, so what are you up to? Bicep workout. You're just lifting wine to your mouth, aren't you? Same thing. <laughs> I feel like this is something both of our other halves can relate to, to that one. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> ah, so. It's always funny when bike guys make hand signals at me. Sorry, bro. Don't speak bike nerd. Good luck with whatever. I had my first cyclist on my driving lesson the, the other day. I was literally going right behind him and he's like, I was like, aha, I know what he's doing. I do that. I know what he's doing. You're still having, you haven't even mentioned your driving lessons on here. I didn't even know you're still I having them. No, I haven't actually. Have I? No, no, no. I'm still doing them. Going really well. I've been driving. Good. Home. I'm pleased to fucking yeah. hear it. My next Jesus one, I'm driving Christ. from the house. Good work. Good work. Keep it up. So, let me get this straight. I have to do tasks every day, dozens of them. And then I have to wash my skin off. I didn't mean I didn't ask for skin. And then lie unconscious for a while and then do tasks again. It's only a second bed, just looking. I was going to say. <laughs> That's one way to uh, describe living. But yes, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. You can definitely tell you were tired, can't you? Uh, I'm just having a bit of a slow moment there. Putting soup 
in square Tupperware. It's just not right. Should be a circle one, which is the shape of soup. <laughs> I can relate to that. Because <laughs> when we make soup to take to work, I haven't got any round Tupperware. We always put it in rectangle ones, and I always feel weird eating out of it. It just doesn't feel right at all. So, so when I used to work at Specsavers, uh, one of the optometrists, the contact lens optometrist, hated the fact that I had soup in in a plastic in Tupperware box, a square box. So every time uh, I took a photo of it and texted it to him, and once, yeah, I think he must have been behind, he was just in the toilet, and he came out, he ran and went, heathen, and then ran out of him. <laughs> It's just not right. You can't get your spoon in to get properly get this. I end up drinking it after a while. I'm like, that's, that's exactly what. Yeah, I was gonna say that's the perfect thing. Get all the bread and then go. Thank you very yeah. much. Cheers. See you later. It's perfect. <laughs> Me talking out loud whilst I write in my diary. Today was okay. I just wish I could have had. E- I could have eaten more breadsticks. Waiter, <clears throat> sir, would you like some more breadsticks? <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> it's great though. I'll give you a couple more and we'll move on. Tommy Pickles was right, mate. I don't want responsibilities anymore. <laughs> I forgot just how goddamn good that program was till the other day. Oh, those kids Rugrats. were legends. Oh, those kids were legends. Yeah. Rugrats is great. Kids TV back then was fucking unbelievable. I was trying to describe um, the Wild Formbreeze to Olivia the other day, and a little clip of Rugrats came on after it, and I was like, oh, this show was so fucking good. It was the best. But so was the Wild Formbreeze as well. Both absolute classics. I'll give you two more. Peter Pan. Ha! We meet again, Captain Hook. Captain Hook. Well, well, wait, 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 wait. You guys call me Hook. Pan. Yeah. Hook. What? Because of my hand. Pan. I'm really sorry. Hook. Wow. Okay. Hey. Look, my dad's dead too. Why not become Captain Dead Dad? I'm amazed that the 2023 woke police have not tried to make us call him a different name because we're picking on him for a disability. I'm amazed that hasn't happened yet. Probably will now. We've mentioned it will it. now. <laughs> I've said it. I've just put it in the fucking atmosphere of a night. Like, sorry, Jay and Barry. I didn't mean to ruin your work, so I do apologise. <laughs> and finally, <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I stumbled over the words as well. I was like, damn it, I want that to be free-flowing and beautiful. But still. Finally, boss, uh, why are you late? Uh, me, because I was drinking last night and I set my calculator for 5.30. That has got to have happened to someone at some oh, point in time. Pretty sure Karis <laughs> has done it. And that was another edition of Tom's Journal. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> got to have happened at some point. <laughs> oh, 
Beautiful journals, though. Beautiful journal. That really made me laugh. It's about getting into schools and talking to young people because, you know, I, I know that people can change. Uh, and, it, and it's about talking to people and getting them to understand and perhaps step back from violence and, and prejudice and whatever. And we just need to work together and keep on the good fight there. Absolutely. Hey there, guys. We are ecstatically happy to announce that we are associated with the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. The times are changing, and with the unfortunate death of Sophie, those changes have made a massive impact for the future. If Sophie was with us still today, I can guarantee what you are doing will still be reaching so many lives of young teenagers, young adults, and those who wish to be as different as possible. So thank you very much. To find out more about this incredible foundation and all the work they do, and more importantly, how you can help, head on over to www.sophielancasterfoundation.com. Mr. Stevens. Oh yeah, uh, Jamie, 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 Jamie. So fucking proud of you right now. Talking <laughs> to participation time. Let's participate, bitch. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to participate in Jamie's participation challenge. <laughs> my heart's so full right now <laughs> this week i said on this show we get to ask many famous people many wonderful questions but this week we put you in the hot seat we ask if you could ask any celebrity a single question about their career who would it be and what are you asking say you mr stevens i was gonna say john oliver can you adopt me but I, that's about their career isn't it so i'd say john oliver can you come on my show please yeah, that's a great one. I think, no, I think that'd be the case for both of us, wouldn't it be like, can we add appearing on our show to your career, please? And how is it to feel to have taken over America? Yeah. So, I've always wanted to go to a Kevin Smith Q&A because it's a question I've always, always had in mind that I've always wanted to ask him, but I never ever seem to have ever had the chance, but there we are. I've always wanted to know how he came up with the character names for his for the characters in his movies one day mate it's gonna it's gonna happen because it just will it's it's because i've seen so many interviews and so many live things with him talking about things and other than jay because the whole reason he named him jay is because he didn't think he'd remember any other name he gave him he's never really explained why and i've always been intrigued why and i was like for one thing i've never heard the man talk about so i want the fucking opportunity call my show kevin smith please anyway let's get some Audience answers. We didn't get as many as I expected this week, I thought, but we've got a good chunk. So let's go through some of these. Becky Westwood. She said, Michael Jackson, I would ask him, do you regret being famous and constantly being watched for your whole life? I think he'd probably say yes. Yeah. That's a bit of a... It's a bit of a deep one, isn't it? Yeah. Dodge one, yeah. A bit like... mm, Yeah. 
it's a weird one because obviously it wasn't his decision in the first place. But you never know. He could have stepped away when he became an adult. It's an interesting question. I'll be, I, I would genuinely be intrigued to hear what he said to that. So. Eric Brennan Hunt says, I feel like the ones who truly regret their fame are the Robin Williams and the Kurt Cobains of the world, the people that suffered in silence. So I'd probably ask them, do they regret becoming famous? But the ones who are constantly whining about their fame are just doing it to increase their fame, which, yeah, they probably are, to be fair. <laughs> Keris Mansfield. Marilyn Monroe. What really happened? She's obsessed. She's <laughs> absolutely obsessed. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. Chris Chopping <laughs> says, Elon Musk, please can I have a big chunk of the money you've made from your career? <laughs> Fair play. Fair yeah, play. absolutely. That's a genius answer. I, I can't see him missing any of it, so why the fuck not? Well, exactly. Jerry Keane. I would ask Gene Hackman, what's the one most important thing an actor should always remember? I like that question, because obviously Jerry's an actor himself. Ask for some advice. I like it. That's a great question. I enjoy that one. Eric Hunt, again, says, I ask every celebrity I meet, what their favourite kind of pie is. Eddie Vedder is the only one to reply with 3.14 and then went on for another 11 to 12 digits. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) That is a ledge. Eddie Vedder, it's been a while since I've done this, but beautiful. Love it. Fair play, sir. (laughs) Absolutely amazing. (laughs) Give you a couple more. Ryan Williams. When I was in my 20s, there was a rumour about Richie Gere and a gerbil. I'd ask oh, him how it. he thinks that rumour started and by who. That's I forgot all about that. <laughs> so did I. He says, I'd also like to ask Mark Hamill how he came up with his voice for the Joker, because it is fucking perfect. And I'd also like to ask Meryl Streep if she turned away any roles that she, if she turned away any roles that she regrets saying no to. That's a great question for actors as well. Been like, what did you say no to? And then afterwards, been like, I should not have said no to that. Which we found out something in an interview we did the other day. You'll find out about in a couple of weeks that I'm still mind blown about. So, kind of relates to that one. It could be Edward Norton that was like, oh, this movie franchise is going nowhere. I won't be Hulk anymore. (laughs) And last but not least, it's Mally Malpass. And of course, he's given us his usual Mally gold. Says first, he says, Hi, I'm Mally, 47 and a half from Swansea. And my question is for James Corden. James, how does someone with an immediate and vastly unlikable personality and demeanour achieve such an elevated level of success? Was it shrewdness and a cutthroat attitude or was it just a good old deal with Satan? Why, Why does everyone hate James Corden so much? Am I missing something? Like, I don't get why everyone hates him so much. I just don't care for him, so I don't know. I don't know, I don't get it. And, and last one from Mali, Ed Sheeran. How are you that ginger and that famous at the same time? Hey, right. <laughs> now, listen here, Mali. Yeah? I might not be famous, but you do not fucking pick on those gingers. I mean, fair fucks to Ed Sheeran. Like, fair play to the man. He's done fucking well for himself. <laughs> Absolutely. This podcast is doing all right, isn't it? I didn't know we had one. This podcast is doing all right, isn't it? 
Well, yeah. <laughs> Don't leave. You <laughs> leave his gingers out of it. One half for gingers, yes. All right, mate. Yeah. Um, yeah, just leave us alone, okay? That's all I can say. Yeah, we, uh, we've, <laughs> we've had enough shit in our time from people being like, oh, then people start dyeing their hair our colour. You're like, oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So there we are then. Mm. Thank you to everybody that participated in Jamie's Challenge this week. It's graciously appreciated as always. And if you enjoy Jamie's Participation Challenge, Tom's Journal, Callum's Reachings, the interview, and the absolute shits that we talk at the beginning. Then you enjoyed all the other 105 editions, wherever you get your podcast from, it'd be Spotify, Google, Apple, we're everywhere. If it's, a, if, it's an, if it's an app that's got podcasts on it, you'll find us there. Just search the Chronicles of Podcasts and you're all good. Um, mainly, though, it'd be great, excuse me, if you could come on down to our YouTube. Uh, that's the main. That's our main area where we like to fornicate and play. Um, you can find us there. At the Chronicles of Podcast, uh, please just enter that in. Hit that subscribe button. The main priority we have here, hit that subscribe button is the main thing. Hit that bell to get notified of when you get of new videos get released and comment to your heart's content. Please also, on the podcast apps, can you leave us reviews? That'd be amazing. Please leave us some five-star, that's five-star, absolutely unbelievably hilarious podcast reviews. That'd be absolutely incredible. Thank you very, very much for those. Um, no, in all seriousness, though, please leave us some reviews. It'd be amazing. On our YouTube, you can find all of our interviews are on there. All of our podcasts are on there, all our shows. All of our Way Back Wednesdays are on there. That's just the, the interviews from previous channels. All of our Bloodsock 2022 and 2023 interviews are on there. Our Bloodsock vlog from last year is on there. The new one is coming. Dublin Crust vlog from last year is on there. And all of our 2000 Trees interviews from this year are on there as well. So please go and just throw them on your face. It's absolutely glorious. Um, you can also find us on Facebook at the Chronicles of Podcast. Please like that page, share it everywhere, tell all your friends about it. Um, but whilst I've been ranting, I've just forgotten. Jamie, where else could you find us? You can find us on TikTok, worshipping at the palace that is TikTok Jesus. Absolutely. And on our Twitter, slash X, whatever you want to call it these days. Um, at TCO Pod, and thinking about it, oh, I've done it again. So whilst we're on TikTok looking at TikTok Jesus videos and on our Twitter slash X, where else could you find us? Working out how the hell am I supposed to get this last bit of soup out of this rectangle tub? Well, that and being on our Instagram at yeah. TCO Pod. Come and find us on TikTok at TCO Pod. Go and find James Chesney Hawk's video, but also just watch all the glory that's on there, like the absolute glorious videos that Jamie's made uh, out of all our interviews and all of our shows. Um, I do believe it's about sexy, brummy accents today. So, uh, well, a few days ago, due to the episode of recording, absolute shambles. Um, come and find us on LinkedIn at the Chronicles of Podcast. Make sure you connect us on there. Um, and come on down to our website at www.thechroniclesofpodcast.com. You can find out all of our others are on there, all of our episodes and shows are on there, all of our affiliations and sponsors are on there, and our shop is on there as well. You can get yourself a T-shirt or a hoodie, and that would be absolutely amazing if you wouldn't mind. Uh, so that's YouTube, subscribe at The Chronicles of Podcast, or all the social medias at TCO Pod to keep up all the latest news and interviews. And now i finished. I'll pass you with Jamie Westwood. Oh, before we get out of here, let's say a massive thank you to a few of our friends. First off, every single piece of music you hear on this show is brought to you by one man. And that man's name is singer-songwriter Matt Roberts. Go check out man all the social medias at Matt Roberts Music. Go check out all of his wonderful music. You could check out Once in a Lifetime, our theme song. Or you could go check out his most recent single, Rat Race. There is new things coming from Matt. Just keep an eye on him on all those social medias. 
because we cannot wait to hear. Massive thank you to Matt for all the music you've provided for us. It means the absolute world, my friend. And of course, we have to say a massive thank you to Mr. Braden Barry and his Stay Cozy Clothing. Head on over to www.staycozyclothing.com or download the smartphone app. Take a look at all the wonderful pieces of apparel. I love that word, apparel, that you find on that website and add them to your basket. It could be that T-shirt that Mr. Stevens is wearing. It could be that hat that Mr. Stevens is wearing. It could be anything you like the look of. Whatever it is, pop it in your basket when you get to the discount, when you get to the checkout rather, into that discount code, The Chronicles, and get yourself 10% off your order mr barry is a very busy man so it's not just his stay cozy clothing go listen to all of his music at say we can fly go follow farlight movie on all the social medias the previews have been putting out are phenomenal i cannot wait to see these finished products he's a very busy very talented man go send him all of your love because he bloody well deserves it and last but not least, we have to say a massive thank you to the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. They are stamping out prejudice, hatred and intolerance everywhere. And I mean everywhere. Coming off the Bloodstock Festival the past couple of months, it's been phenomenal to see the outpour of love and support for this charity. I hope you checked out our recent bonus interview we released with Adam and Vicky from Bloodstock and just show just how much that charity means to them. If you've got a spare few minutes, head on over to my giving circle. Vote for the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. There's an amazing grant being given out to charities who are being voted for. Please make sure you are doing that. It would mean the absolute world. And if you are a band or you would do poetry, whatever it may be, head on over to sophielancasterfoundation.com and see how you can take part in this year's Make a Noise. Because Make a Noise this year is going to be digital. It's not going to be like a... a kick in real life anymore we're going to do it this way so people from all over the world can get involved so please if you're out there and you have those talents please take part it would mean the absolute world and while you're on sophielancasterfoundation.com why not give it a share because there's people out there who may not be familiar with sophie's story so please help familiarize the people that aren't aware of that story so we can work together to achieve sylvia's dream of making the alternative subculture a part of the strands of hate crime. As Mr. Stevens has already said in this interview, the vlog is coming very soon. I am hoping and praying it will be out before next week's episode. It's very, very close to being finished off. I do apologise for the delay on it, but it will be worth the wait. And last but not least, a massive thank you to my wonderful co-host over there. Ah, oh, stop it. You're way too kind. As always. And Jamie, another absolutely excellent episode in the bag. I agree. I would say it was a biblical proportions of excellent. I'm bringing it. Uh, Scotty, thank you so much for taking the time, like we said at the beginning, to uh, sit and chat to us. It was absolutely amazing to have you on the show. Um, and we wish you all the best going forward uh, with everything, with the Twitch and you know, with the Satan videos and whatnot. And hopefully we'll see you sometime down the line in another festival. It'll be absolutely <laughs> great. But as for this week, we'll see you all next week. For the Chronicles of Tim Burgard. Oh, yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye.